Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So they can hear us. Hey! Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to... Wait, that's somebody else's character. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back to Worldfire, episode three. Uh, we return. We've just joined up with Telen Artho, who is a one of the three leaders of the group of druids who are uh, terrorizing the Empire. And by terrorizing, I mean slaughtering en masse and what is more of an extermination than a war. And uh, who the people who have met with these druids are. We're going to start on my right today. Oh, no. Hello, everybody. I'm Stan, and I'm playing Duncan, the straight fighter. I, I mean, we fighter. asked about your class, not your sexuality, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle, right... I'm Zach, and I'm playing Yitarasu, the Goliath Paladin, with dual-wielding shield. That's basically all you need to know about how he fights. And on the far right, which is inverse of the political spectrum, yeah, actuality. I, yeah, no. <laughs> mm. um, I'm John, and I'm playing Zensaku Sonata, the ASMR sorcerer. And then on the far left, which is far closer politically aligned. Still not quite aligned, but yeah, we're close. Um, I said closer, I didn't say exactly. You're more like middle. Yeah. Um, uh, I am William, and I'm playing Clanless Faust, Dragonborn Warlock. And on the middle left. I'm Holly, and I am playing. I don't know where to look. Where are the cameras? I <laughs> there, 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 looked there. up there, and it was gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, thank you. Um, I'm Holly, and I'm playing Tarell, the human shifter uh, bard who has her five-year-old son with her. And then, uh, with a guest appearance because of the American holidays, on my immediate left. Howdy. Uh, I'm Taylor, and I will be playing uh, Dr. Timmy Farmfellow. A halfling wizard and researcher. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Timmy. You are going going to fall down one heck of a well, let me tell you. (laughs) Timmy fell down a well? Last, he can't save you here. Fortunately, I have the levitate spell, so we're okay. This is the last group of people Lassie wants to ask to save. (laughs) Yeah, like Lassie's running to get help for Timmy, sees the group, and is like... 
Never mind, just keeps running. Half of us won't well, care, and the other half will dragon. blow up the well trying to save him. There's one of us here who would be like, yes, I will save you from this well if you will swear eternal servitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the paladin would try to help you. The warlock would definitely help you while helping himself. The the sorcerer would probably light the water on fire <laughs> by some means. I don't have any fire spells. I didn't say you'd use a fire spell. I just said you'd light the water <laughs> just on fire. Just a bucket of oil in there. I'll get you out. <laughs> oil is lighter than water. You'll float to the top. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect sense. All right. Uh, so when last we left, you had uh, a group of dryads who were teleporting you through the trees. So, after an, um, uh, after a out-of-body experience I in which those. you feel yourself floating from point to point to point to point and you can't feel yourself physically because you were part of a tree, it's an odd experience. Sir, it's called disassociating. Um, <laughs> the, the only one of you who has any remote semblance of similarity as a, as a shapeshifter, you're kind of familiar with this feeling of continuously changing in and out of form, mm-hmm. but you're used to turning into, you know, another mammal, not a plant. So, yeah, you know, not exactly the same. I have become one with nature. It's your ultimate goal, my um, You just want to, like, retire and let moss grow on you. And Not really, actually. As you're traveling, you, Faust, feel a warmth in your pocket. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't answer it. <laughs> I didn't know nature excited you that much, I just, I just, like, this, the, just put a hand on the sphere, and it's kind of... It, as, as you touch it, you hear in your head, Don't answer this where you are. Just... When you get a chance, um, if you could find a reason to stop traveling for a second. <laughs> just ignore him. I just take my hand off. <laughs> and I wait. <laughs> you just gonna keep traveling? Like, I have no way to stop this. Okay. I have uh, no control here. Yeah, Trust the nice tree people. What could possibly go wrong? Somewhere, maybe. You don't know what's gonna happen. All right. Excuse um, me, Dryad. Would you stop making me the tree? <laughs> after about, after about every ten minutes of travel, there is a pause where the the dryads kind of have to recuperate. It seems to be a mildly taxing process. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll you'll have you, you have a moment after yeah. about five minutes after getting that. Yeah. So when we get that next moment, you you are at this point you know you're getting closer to where the druids are because you've gone from sort of a, you know, Hollywood woods to proper jungle delving underbrush everywhere. Um, Canopy can't see the sun trees. While the the dryads are recuperating, I will also fake recuperating, like, out of breath, trying to... Because that that is a taxing sensation. I can feel it, even yeah. if I don't tire. Roll me some uh, acting deception here. That's what I have the actor feet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you were saying you'd never be able to use it. Uh, I don't know where my dice are. There's a bag right uh, there. That is a twenty-three. Talon doesn't question you. So I he he he. Thank you. Why? 
he, he lets you kind of wander off and, you know, catch your breath. And when I do, I kind of find a, a secluded spot behind a tree to sit down, act like I'm ta- taking my breath, and then just rest my hand on the sphere in my pocket. <sighs> You're away from Pelin. And like, how far away am I? You, you've gotten out of your shot. Yes. Good. All right. So, I just picked up some. You're gonna wanna make a veer off. The girl with you, ah, uh, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Tell her to look for the nearest wireless signal. I'm going to assume you both know what that is. She actually knows a whole lot better than I do. Oh no. Random cell tower in the forest. Yes. (laughs) As there should be. How do you intend us to distract our trip? You see, I'm real good at that sneaking around thing. Dealing with people... I'll let her know. It'll be up to her to figure out how to direct us that way. Alrighty. Very well. I take my hand off the sphere, and I start walking back, and when I am within 300 feet... Uh, I just kind of mutter under my breath and use the message spell because message is quiet. Message is a great cantrip. <laughs> yes. uh, and I, uh, I just kind of message to Sandra. A mutual friend says to look for the nearest wireless signal. Sandra gives you an odd look, <laughs> mutters something under her breath, and then you feel a telepathic link with everyone else in the party. <laughs> um, and you hear in her head... Why is there a wireless link in the forest? <laughs> you all hear this in your heads. I don't even know what one is. Uh, echoing back in our heads, I go, I'm assuming for the same reason I'm suddenly hearing your voice in my head. That's magic. Seems magic exactly. explains a lot. <laughs> I suppose if you don't know what a wireless signal is, yeah, it's probably about the same thing. Um, well, I'm assuming it's probably not something native to where we're f- where native yeah. to where we're from, and rather native to where you're from. So magic probably brought it here. Hold on, she pulls out a small black rectangular flat piece. She of... has a flip phone. No, no, it's not a flip phone. Oh, it's a smartphone. It's a smartphone. Okay. okay. A rectangular black piece with a screen on it, and she begins poking around with it. She stares at it for a moment, closes her eyes and focuses, and the thing glows for a second. There we are. Recharge the battery. Man, that was the best app I ever got. Shocking grasp on a cell phone. (laughs) 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 Recharged. That is an interesting arcane focus. (laughs) Actually, the one one of the gnome subraces in in my sci-fi setting can do that. They have sort of like a they have a spark touch where they can just touch an electronic device and power it. Yep. Who has an independent cell service with... They're looking for a satellite. (laughs) She puts her head in her hands. They're really not going to find one. (laughs) They're really... Well, it makes the signal really easy to locate. 
You're using a lot of words that none satellite? of us know. Could you extrapolate, please? I don't know if these are words, actually. First, a satellite. a satellite is a word that we know. It's just not a thing that not we use. It has no context. Not in this no, context. No, no, no. Yeah, like... Frankly, the context makes no sense either, though. Yeah, like a moon is a satellite that we know of, but... Like, yeah, so like, could you explain at least Actually, this, this world has no moon. Okay, yeah. Nights are always pitch black. That's no moon. It's no moon. Just not no moon. <laughs> I mean, starlight, but no full moon. moon. Hmm? Oh wait, no. It My just does have a moon. Full moon. It has a full. It, it does have a moon. moon. I lied to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Retcon to the moon. What I, happened to the moon? Well, this old guy is a Alright, <laughs> pretty close. It's about two miles this way, she says, pointing her device in a direction. I guess we've got to head now. How are we supposed to get away from them? Maybe we can convince them to drop by on their way over? I'm sure they'll see something. You did just sense something strange in that direction. We tell them there's something strange in there? Are we supposed to bring them with us? I guess. I don't know. I just told look for a wireless signal. What's going on I'm going to... to I just sort of start point of contact. feigning a headache. And, like, one of the, like, like, one of the dryads near me... Ah! Excuse me, what's... What's in that direction? I say, pointing in the direction that she was indicating. The dryad looks over. Lots of trees. <laughs> is there anything like... Is there anything like major over there? Because I'm getting a, just a divine vision of something dangerous in that direction that might need investigation. Talon walks over. You know, the last person who talked about divine visions uh, tried to conquer our civilization. Actually, the last person who talked about divine visions got you that orb you're holding. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Haven't I introduced myself? Hi, I'm I'm the reincarnation of the prophet, whatever the name of my prophet is. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forget to I kind of forget to tell that part to a lot of people. I kind of get this thing on the regular. That's how I got the shiny thing. <laughs> the shiny thing. Where did that go? By Williams. Or alternatively, in the middle of this massive distraction, we can all just run off. Roll me. Seriously, just a. It's a layer D twenty. It's a layer check, ain't it? Uh, Eighteen. What's your charisma? Twenty. All right. Well, you didn't roll a twenty, but you didn't beat it by a lot. Tellen looks at you. Sounds like a snake oil merchant. <laughs> well, if that's the, uh, he, he has the orb, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, then you should check your bag for snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> you see, 
what I'm hearing is that you use some sort of divine vision to uh, get away with taking someone's powerful artifact and convincing them it was good for them. I'm not sure I should be listening to you. <laughs> what I did was tell the truth and that the whole reason we're trying to stop this whole stupid war you guys are you guys, by the way, are in the middle of is because the guy that you're currently, you know, letting him run amok while you're busy fighting his forces has a magical gem that has the power to light the entirety of the world on fire, reducing all life as we know it to a charred, blackened husk. Maybe you should trust the divine vision guy. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. Um... He looks at you still rather skeptically. You remind me too much of my half-brother. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I mean, he's a fun guy to hang out with, but he has some bad ideas. Well, I have nothing but good ideas, so I couldn't be that similar to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely reminding my half-brother. As, mu- as much as that may be true, I have an innate sense for power. There's something strange in that direction. And what sort of power do you deal with? You have eyes, do you not? Yes. The necklace is not hidden. Yes, but he doesn't... If he if he's not a magic user who can detect what the necklace is, yeah. he's not going to know. I deal with someone who values knowledge and would rather be left alone. That I can get behind. What are you sensing over there? It's less a sense and more an intuition. There is something strange. It's not magic. It is... Potentially dangerous? Uh, no. I don't know. That's what I'm getting, at least. Roll, you roll me a d20. Does he get advantage because I'm helping him? Uh, three. <laughs> yeah, you charisma the pony out of him. <laughs> Especially when he rolls a 20. So suddenly we see a pony oh. just charging away. <laughs> his pony just bursts from his chest. Uh, no. <laughs> he beat him to death with charisma. <laughs> Alright. This isn't fourth edition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose if there's something here, it shouldn't be. Alright, we'll take a detour. Come on. That's Come on, ladies, let's... I give I give Faust a mental high-five through the top. <laughs> <laughs> you see an image of a high-five in your head. I don't take it. I leave it. <laughs> you can't not, because he completes the image in his head. Yeah. <laughs> And it's such a lovely thing. Is this hand uh, fully back? Oh! Um, no. Okay. Cassie, you hand for a second? I accept oh, that. Can I cast Magic Mouth to give like a warning? Oh, like just right. a random rock. Like it would like be yep. broadcasting. Yay! It's a ritual spell. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I gingerly take Faust's oh, no. hand and cast Greater Restoration. Um, so as much as that healing bit hurt, this also hurts. Um, you feel bone re you you feel bone regrowing, and little splinters of calcium growing out. It's sort of like 
the worst kidney stone you ever had in your hand. <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> and like, like some straightening out the bones as I'm restoring them. I mean, it, so what would you call that? Hand stone? Oh, right, it was. Uh... Really? You need to. You, you, that was bad. Like even like, by the like, bad pun. That standard. wasn't even like a bad so, capital B pun. So, that was just a bad. Pun. So can I? I didn't use my gloves and missile starting to catch the stone that hit my hand. Can I use them to catch that pun and crush it? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it back. No, it didn't. It, it didn't fledge. It dropped like the proverbial rock. The pun didn't land. That's the problem. It has to hit you to before you can catch it. Anyway, it's okay. That yeah, rocked my world. <laughs> Why is my family? <laughs> it has to. It has to come naturally. Sorry, normally our relationship isn't isn't this rocky between our, our family. <laughs> that was better. <laughs> Rocks fall, everyone dies. All right, I didn't you made say anything. So uh, you, yeah, you dryad, the dryads uh, veer you off course, Death and by as you're, um, his hand is fixed now. Yes. Okay. The, the dryads bring you off course, and as you're traveling, uh, you're broken out by a rock beginning to talk. Greetings. This is Dr. Timothy Farmfellow. Timmy, as my friends would know me. My coordinates are along latitude 79.3610 and longitude 37.0014. These coordinates may be slightly inaccurate due to the absence of satellite signal at this time. I look over and watch his name and go, is that normal? <laughs> oh. Do I, do I know latitude and longitude? Is that an actual thing right now? No. Okay, latitude and longitude is 100% not exist. You have, to be able to, you have to be able to map the world before you can add latitude and longitude. To yeah. That. Please contact the Arnaean consulate in this region and inform them that their scientist has safely arrived as a result of an experiment. I assure you I did not intentionally violate any export regulations or intentionally trespass across your territory. <laughs> Thank you, and goodbye. The rock loses its mouth. <laughs> Magic mouth. <laughs> All right. Um, that was a perfectly, so good, that was a perfectly justified third-level spell. <laughs> Sandra stares at you. Did I understand it? Absolutely. Did it make sense? Most certainly not. Now I am more certain that there is something here. Latitude? Uh... Longitude? Helen walks over to the rock. Point? So someone cast magic mouth on a rock to speak gibberish words. The words made no sense, but it sounded like a emergency. Fan out. Find the individual, he says, looking around at the at the people. Alright, cut away from this group. <laughs> Within moments of that happening. You um, just woke up. You have a splitting headache. But you are... You're whole, unharmed. Uh, You are surrounded, like... You have to pull yourself out of underbrush. You are in your best guess of... It's not a jungle. It's not moist enough. But it is thick forest. Like... People have probably never been here. Forest. Hmm. Well, <laughs> it worked. 
beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Uh, so <clears throat> let's get our signal here. Do you I get any you, signal? You, your, your, uh, your watch says searching, searching, searching. <sighs> well, I did try to teleport with several beacon rocks. Hopefully, they'll have scattered across the area for people to find. And uh, in the meantime, I just need to find the nearest consulate or convenience store and. <laughs> <laughs> I have some bad news. <laughs> uh, an arrow lands directly in front of you with a thud. What kind of an arrow? A, uh, it's a the entire. I mean, you can see the back end. It's it's got feathers and it's a wooden haft. Okay. <clears throat> well. Pull it out, or do you just leave it? I look at it for a moment. Perhaps I've teleported to some sort of a savage island. An unintended side effect, to be sure. Nevertheless, simple solution. Please don't move. I cast Blade Ward. (laughs) That's the cantrip that has physical damage, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I also don't recommend casting any more spells. There's more than one of me. And, um, who, pray tell, are you? First, hands in the air. And what language are you speaking? I say checking in my watch. (laughs) (laughs) The best you can come up with is it's... Your watch is recognizing it as some very odd variant of Gaelic. Hmm. I mean you no harm... It's a Shadowrun character deposited in this world. <laughs> no, that, you already have one of those. This is not a Shadowrun <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, this is a Rift's character. <laughs> uh, you don't hear anything behind you, but the voice is getting closer. Just stand right there and don't resist anything, and... You know, it's a you're far character. too strange to be here on purpose. I am not... You feel uh, somebody uh, grab your arms. Do you resist? Uh, let's not resist for now. That seems like a good plan. <laughs> um, your hands are bound together uh, by something strange. It doesn't feel like rope. And then they, uh, and something interweaves between your fingers so that you can't wiggle your fingers to cast spells. And as you put your hands in front of you, you see that you have living, you have like basically kudzu. All up your arms and around your hands, growing. All right, now this is quite enough. What are you, some sort of a plant animist? (sighs) Following, following, great. I ended up in a nature commune. Uh, As you turn around, you don't see anyone, but you you can distinctively hear sounds to follow. So, uh, let me be clear. I am Dr. Timmy Farmfellow from the Applied Magics Laboratory. Uh, Perhaps you've heard of some of my research? I'm guessing not. And they're not widely published outside the scientific journals, but I assure you, I'm a foremost authority. You begin hearing this in the distance as a voice is approaching. Is that another magic mouth? Another magic mouth. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like the same moving. I begin approaching it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Talon holds out his arms. 
He's coming to us, don't worry. Wait, I'll take a few steps forward, though. I want to be in front of everybody. Uh, you, as, as you start to come through the woods, you can the, the forest. You can finally see a slight clearing, a bit of a glade. There's a, a peak of sunlight through, and you see before you, um, in the front of the group is a tall, that six foot tall man. He looks to be human. He has uh, shockingly blue eyes and shock white hair. He looks to be very old, but still very fit. Like, his age has not made him any less physically capable. And he's wearing what appears to be similar to what's on your wrists, but covering his body as a form of armor. And he has a bow strung over his back and a quiver of arrows. On, uh, standing in the middle of the group is a young human girl wearing a butterfly t-shirt, uh... A jeans. It's not me. And a no. pair of black flats. Uh, she has an you odd combination. It's a character that was based mm. off of me, but it's not. Well, it wasn't. It's one of the characters uh, from when I played games with Robbie, like when I was ten. And ah, she ended up just so happened to look exactly character. like Holly. Yeah, I'm interested. It's not actually me. Um, and she has a the, an odd combination of that and a scimitar at her side. Hmm. And then you see the rest of the group. What do you guys look like? Oh, by the way, you can you, if you wanted to, you could have ditched your first by this point. Sandra did the moment she got out of the city. Ditch what? Oh, the first. first. Yes. Oh, I, I like the first. I kind of had more yeah. than mine. Yeah. I figured you might. I think so, most of the rest of you ditched. So, so what do you look yeah. like? Um, Taro is, she's about medium height, and she's very slimly built. She appears to be Asian. But she has about probably elbow length uh, bright red hair, but it looks natural, even for Asian. Okay. Um, and she has probably close by her side um, her five year old son, Kai, who also has the same color hair but appears to be Asian. Okay. Um, <coughs> Faust is a uh, roughly like seven six. I think I've been saying, um, yep. dragonborn, uh, covered in black scales, uh, very tall and broad, um, with uh, these sort of burning yellow eyes and wearing uh, black robes, and almost reflexively, as he notices you, maybe as an afterthought because he forgot that he's out of the city and it doesn't really matter as much anymore. Uh, an illusion spell just kind of washes over him, and there is in his place a. Uh, very tall, very lean, but still same proportions, roughly. Um, humanoid with human with glowing red eyes and long white hair. Um, and next to him is a roughly teenage half orc. Hmm. And I am Sisaku is a uh, white hair, blue eyed, young, For reference, very pretty looking on. man, uh, wearing basically sort of bl- uh, black robes. What's your character's name again? Sensaku. Sensaku. Uh, wearing black robes and with a vaguely angelic look to him. Okay. Like, you know, perfect cheekbones, perfect jaw. So, sort of Renaissance painting. Yeah. And like, like, like if somebody, you know, took a painting of, like, an angel and then that just was a person. <laughs> Minus being the whole ring of concentric eyes and a lion face. I forget. Or, you know. My, my, um... 
armor got taken because it was too unstealthy, right? No. You can wear your armor. No, you you had it. You, you shed furs over it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Furs I, I took the fur off fast. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> so then there is six foot tall. There's the an anime eight. character. There's two <laughs> anime characters. Plus, just more anime than I am. The eight foot three Goliath with, so you know he's got the strong facial features and all, and then he has very long, flowing uh, green hair, of course. Um, and he's wearing banded bronze armor, which seems to be laced and decorated with uh, various nature-like elements, whether they be actual uh, leaves or simply leaf motifs uh, along his pauldron's shoulders. Um, you will immediately assess the craftsmanship of all of this metal to be extremely shoddy. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, Bronze Age. Yeah. I'm not like, and the metal is not very pure at all. Right. As to be expected in the Bronze Age when yeah. you can't heat the impurities out of metals. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're a scientist if it doesn't even take that much to be like, this is not... I have I have uh, history as a, a proficient skill. Yeah. And... Uh, a half-orc, about uh, six foot four... Wearing um, armor made of, of wood and, and amber, uh, like um, scale, and he's got a bunch of furs around that. And he's carrying this. Wooden, they took the weapons. Wooden sword. Oh, they don't. I, I don't have my weapon, do I? Because they took um, away from us at one point. Did they ever? Yeah, they, they would have returned them to you. Okay. Oh, really? All right. For well, the in that the case, time, the only time took, the only people who took weapons away were the dragons when we when I went to get the thing. After that, too, though. <laughs> no, after that, they, 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 when they met us. We had to put oh, them okay. Before oh, yeah, we had to put them down before we transferred. transferred. He wouldn't have wanted to hold all of them, and he's pretty, like, once you made your intention to know that you gave them all, he's more concerned right. about that. He's not scared of you. Okay. In that case, it's he also... He can take all of you down. In that case, it's also notable to say that... Oh, wait. It's, it's kind of hard to see my character. The magic... Next thing, so are they, are they taken off as well once we once we figure out what we were doing, or they would have had to have been because you've been casting spells, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's also noteworthy to note then that it's kind of hard to see my character because he wields two halves of a massive ornate but also spiked door as two shields. It looks sort of like the bottom part of a tree, like if you just re- you know if someone walked out taking the bark. No, but it. you gave me the different new new shields. Yeah. Shields. The oh, they look kind of similar. The they're kind of similar, but they're just—it's okay. a much more of like a you know a bog tree okay. as opposed to a pristine oak. Okay. The Whomping Willow gave you a pair of doors. Basically. <laughs> yeah, if you made doors out of the Whomping Willow's bark. Nice. Don't stab me. Uh, yes. So that's what you see, and what do they see? So, uh, they see a. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't. Uh, did you, did he's got a quaddle. Oh. He's, he's got a McQuaddle. The Jaguar sword. The Jaguar sword with the obsidian. Ah! Wooden sword with stones. Gotcha. Gotcha. He's the savage looking one. I can tell. I mean, I wear robes, so, you know. I look like a ninja. And there's a tiger in the midst. There is. There's a white tiger, a white that, tiger I, that I'm sitting on. with. An, with one of its arms made of diamond. The one of its hmm. made of diamond. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, you see a uh, halfling 
Which, have they, they encountered halflings before? Yes, they have. They've okay. encountered two types of halflings. Okay, yes. great. So, uh, he is uh, a slightly tall halfling with uh, a light brown hair, uh, neatly kept, uh, clean-shaven, as most halflings are. He's wearing a... Do you have the mutton chops, or are you trimmed? No mutton, mutton chops. Okay. Very uh, uh, conservative, short-cut hair, slightly wavy, but kept so short it doesn't uh, have much... Uh, much noticeable impact. He is wearing... It is very unusual for most people in general at this time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because it's hard to get a blade sharp enough to cut, cut hair. hair in a good fashion unless you're really... Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I should the rock. He is uh, wearing a very unusual uh, outfit. Uh, it's basically uh, black, although it has... Uh, Bands of uh, silver, but not like metallic, but more just uh, like a, a dark gray uh, silver bands uh, uh, around the elbows, knees, and all the major joints. Uh, it has some strange characters that perhaps one member of the uh, the party might recognize as saying Envirotech 3000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> writing, writing has only just been invented. And um, most people, and only the gnomes and the dwarves have it. Right. Uh, so, Faust, you recognize it as writing... I recognize writing. letters. I it's don't like, know what it you, says. You recognize, like, okay, this is like that gnomish language where it's letters instead of symbols. You have no clue what any of it means. Yeah. <laughs> it is... Uh, uh, emblazoned uh, across with a strange circle around a T and an M. Uh, <laughs> he's got uh, a... If only uh, knew what T's and M's were. He's yeah. got a strange bracelet uh, that uh, is wrapped around and goes up the uh, duration of, of his wrist. Uh, and you notice every once in a while that it will flicker uh, a strange set of writing uh, across it. Uh, other than that, he has a uh, small backpack uh, that's tight and form-fitting uh, to his back. There are pockets uh, on the chest and uh, uh, legs on this. That is this devilish invention you call a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that that seem to have odds and ends. And uh, on his belt is a single... What looks to be a dagger, you would guess, uh, although it's somewhat short for a dagger. Um, a it's like a skinning knife. Yeah, like it's like yeah, it's, but it's made metal. of a strange metal that's uh, that's uh, silvery instead of uh, bronze colored. Also, most people don't waste bronze on skinning knives. Mm. Most people will just use sharpened bits of flint or obsidian or a right. carved. That's bone. what we shave with. <laughs> uh, some people shave with uh, hot oil. You only have to shave with that uh, a couple times a year. Yeah. Keeps the hair way off. Yeah. Most people just deal with facial hair, though. Hooray for Aztecs. Or can't grow it because they're a dragonborn. <laughs> yeah. Or because you, you will notice. Uh, oh, and you notice uh, his his uh, uh, feet. Unlike most halflings, he's not going barefoot. He's wearing uh, slippers that seem to match the rest of the suit. I look over and but they're form fitting. I just gesture. I, I just I like I kind of reach my hand into the bag where I got the crystal, and I just kind of to the open air as it's because it, the question that sounds like you would ask to anyone, who is that? Ah, 
a pleasure to meet you. You must be the uh, the leaders here. I can um, tell from your outfits. Yes, uh, I am Dr. Timmy uh, Farm Fellow. Uh, I am uh, a PhD in, uh, well, actually a combination of arts, magic generally, with a concentration in illusion I cast a and spell magic on him. <laughs> Nothing happens. Damn it! I was hoping it was just in the magic mouth. <laughs> what about the, what about the the twigs on my arms? Were those? Uh, they were magic we used to grow them. It doesn't. Uh-huh. They're not sustained. Magic. I was also specifically targeting your mouth. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fine use of a third level spell. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, regardless of all of that and your uh, rather <clears throat> interesting attempt to dispel me. Uh, Although it is fascinating that you're magic users. I find that uh, that most interesting. Of course, you must uh, understand about magic then. Uh, I'm a researcher the, in the, magic. The, the leader of the, the, the guy who's wearing the, the vine armor is just, like, extremely amused by the entire proceedings. Do I get a response from the crystal? Nope. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't even know. Ah, what an excellent question. You see, I'm a researcher in yeah, teleportation okay. currently. I uh, Many... The, the, the girl who's wearing proper clothes steps forward. Are you from Earth? Uh, you must be a, uh, a tourist of some sort on this uh, <laughs> commune, <laughs> desert island. Uh, no, no, I'm not familiar uh, with Earth, but my knowledge of geography is somewhat limited. Rather slacked off in that class, as you know. <laughs> uh I'm, I'm out of ideas, she says, stepping back. <laughs> not your stereotypical halfling, of course. You're also not going to get any cell signal. No cell cell signal. Not well, that. fortunately, my uh, <clears throat> smartwatch here is designed to operate against the worldwide satellite grid as well, so I will find signal eventually. Uh, we may be no, in a no, low I, coverage I have zone some due bad to... bad news about the satellites. We have a moon. Yes. It is, of course, we have a moon. Uh, yes. Well, that wasn't very clear of, uh, a little bit ago, so... <laughs> the may have forgotten something. Happens. An old man blew it away, and then we wished it back. Then a green man blew it away, and we wished it back again. Tell him step forward. As amusing as this whole proceeding is, I'm afraid you're going to have to come with you, me. Why are you tied up? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, someone uh, has bound me. Uh, uh, with... Don't worry about it. He waves his hand and your, um, the bindings uh, shrink back and turn into a small sapling, which he walks up and picks up. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I am uh, afraid to say that your observation is incorrect. We are not the leaders here. In fact, we're not even from this continent. Uh, ah, Travelers as well. You aren't researchers in teleportation, are you? What? No. Ah. I'm afraid I don't oh, know what that you means. want to know about uh, teleportation? Here, hold this lady's hand. Uh, a a, a um, wooden dryad walks up to you and offers her hand. Ah. Teleportation, you say? Through natural means. That's fascinating. You know, I've always thought there would be an intersectionality there. So many time transportation spells are cast Tell with... rolls his eyes and, and nods her. She grabs your hand. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you uh, take your dryads and you begin teleporting. And you begin having this weird out-of-body experience of being continuously shifted back and forth from being a tree as you uh, 
find yourself flying tree to tree to tree at massive velocity. Uh, I'm going to attempt to, like, ascertain my location and how I'm being moved and as much of the mechanics of this as I can. Roll me an investigation check. All right. That's a d20, right? Yes. Everything's a d20. Yeah. Uh, and I get to add my uh, proficiency bonus and my intelligence. So, 27. Um... So you're able to figure it out in uh, it's, it's some there's some sort of methodology that these dryads have. You're guessing. Yeah, uh, what's your uh, you have, is it Arcana? Arcana is the magic yeah. skill. I have Arcana as well. Roll, roll an Arcana check too because you're going to use both. They're both intelligence. Uh, I should have advantage because I study teleportation. I'm one of the yeah. This, this one you'll, you'll get advantage on because all right. The higher the two is 14, plus 5, plus 4 is 23. Nice. So, to, to your mind, this is actually not true teleportation. What it is, is essentially, uh, you can equate it to an, uh, a signal going through cables. If, uh, the tree were, if the trees were all cables, and anything that has a touching root can go root to root to root tree-wise, it's basically you're going through um, fiber optic cable, uh, through shape-shifting. Got it. In the simplest possible terms, of course, you... you do, we, do we end up somewhere? Yes. <laughs> uh, you, after a while of transportation, uh, you appear in a massive grove. A, and you see a walled city. The walls appear to have... Are marble and have not been worked by hand. They appear to have just been pulled straight up out of the ground. And it is shock white. And to answer your question, as we stride out of the trees again, I am probably the only one here you will find who is a scholar of the arcane arts. Hey! Scholar. <laughs> fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I'm going to have to drop you guys off at the orphanage, says Talon. It's going to be real hard to get you through the main gates. So, he uh, pulls you up to the side. You see, outside the city, there has been set up a sort of... It's It was built hastily, but not poorly. It looks like it was built out of trees woven together. Uh, a large area. And uh, as he walks forward the trees part, and you see inside a series of bunks. It, it looks like it's all open-air sleeping, but you see the tree canopy um, is hanging over it slightly to protect from severe elements. And there are thousands of children here. Hmm. Um, orphanage? Where do you think the children from the attacks go? I was able to convince my brother that there are innocents in this conflict. I mean, not able to particularly in, uh, provide yeah. the spread of the innocents. <clears throat> we do what we can. I'm working with. You'll meet him. The children are incredibly safe. It's the only thing my brother would let Elrin take care of. <laughs> Aha! Uh, Something amusing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I beg pardon? That makes you quite feel a, a massive heat in your pocket. <laughs> I I just kind of idly put my hand in the pocket. Uh huh. It's it's getting way hotter than just him trying to tell you to say something. What? It's really hot right now. It's really hot. It's not communicating anything. It's not communicating anything. It just got really hot. Is it like burning him? No, it's just like. It's sort of like someone kicking your foot under the table. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, it's just a bit of irony. Roll me a deception check to pass that off. He's not interested at all. Okay. Uh, uh, 28. You people are so strange. Well, look, stay in here. You'll be fine. Uh, he steps back, and the trees close. And you are in this area. There are a, a variety of adults here who, uh, they seem to be mostly um, teenagers and young women, and they are a variety of builds. There are several built like Talon, tall, slim. There are Several who are eight to nine feet tall, <clears throat> built like uh, dredged here. There are several who are very short, slim, wiry build. And then there are several who are stout, short, broad build. Uh, you know, broad shouldered, kind of like Sandra. But they all have blue eyes, like <coughs> bright blue eyes. Hmm. My people. Do I sense magic, or is this just yes? Yeah, I magic so. everywhere. There's ma- magic, magic everywhere. Nor not a dropped drink. I, I sense mean, magic. like on the people. On the people, no. The, unlike the, um, they, they're all dressed very plainly in uh, very basic, plain woven cloths of natural. <coughs> Basically, do I do I get the sense that this is just a very selective process of who's viable for taking, or is this some magic was done? Or these aren't the orphans, are they? No, no. Okay. These, these, these are just the, people these are the caretakers. The orphans here are children who are they. They some of them are still wearing clothes indicative of being from the empire. Um, the the very elaborate elaborate to you very rough woven to you. Uh, some of them appear to be dressed as the natives wearing furs, uh, and several of them have been dressed by the druids in the very rough, plain, almost burlap type cloth. What mood are the children in? It depends. The ones who are dressed by the druids are very happy and playing and appear to be acclimated to the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones who are wearing very fresh clothes that are come seem to be Typically in a state of confusion, but the druids are taking definitive care to try to help. Like, this is definitely an environment that is, they are attempting to help comfort the children more than anything else. It is not an aggressive or volatile situation. (coughs) And you hear from behind you, you guys need to learn how to keep your mouths shut. Sorry, just the idea that you were taking care of this place is amusing. Yeah, sure. Could you come with me? Is it actually him? Turn around and look at him. You see nothing. The voice is coming from behind you. I'll head that way. I walk in the direction of the voice. <laughs> I mean, you, you show yourself, sure. Uh, there, There is a 
bit of a thicket making a, a natural walled off area. That had walk in. You walk into it. As you all walk in, uh, appearing at the door is a short man. He's barely five feet tall. And unlike. Yeah, he will. Relatively <laughs> short. <laughs> compared to all of us who are five times taller than you. He's fair skinned. He has sandy, long, sandy blonde hair that is impeccably well kept. Uh, he wears stylish clothes. Uh, you'll notice that his clothes are of very well woven. Like they look like <coughs> they were modern woven fabrics. Designer uh, clothes. Not designer, just modern cloth that could not be made so finely without higher level technology than whatever rough looms they have. Ah! And uh, he, he's wearing colors that are simultaneously striking, but could fade into nothingness. The only feature about him that really stands out, though, is he has the exact same striking sapphire blue eyes as uh, Telen had. There it is. Uh, yes, uh, I was interested if you could reach uh, the consulates, please. Uh, the consulate for uh, Arcania would be the most preferred one, of course, but I can deal with any uh, of hold, the... Hold on, real quick. What world are you from? What? Right, tact. Cards always telling me I need to learn tact. <laughs> Card. You're not going to meet him. He's not here. Not Friend. in this world, let me guess. Right. Um, where do you think we are? Which one? The one that I want to kill or the one that I want to kill? Well, I haven't been able to ascertain our precise location. No, 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 no. Broader sense. Broader sense. Where do you think you are? I... Where, what is the broadest sense of where you are you could give me? Well, we are within the universe. We exist within the third spiral off of the Andromeda Cluster. We are in a star cluster of seven uh, standard ma uh, main sequence stars, one brown dwarf, and potentially a gravimetric anomaly that people believe may be a black hole, although recent research has actually shown that it may be a neutron star. It's quite a fascinating subject, actually, although I don't study astronomy. Yes, yes, yes. and <laughs> keep going down, keep going down. Uh, we're in the fourth planet from the local star, Sols, and we Sauce. we are a nine continent world. I am assumed Artria. All right, so you're from Artria. Thank you. I've never been there before. I'm sure it's lovely. You're not there anymore. <laughs> That's not possible. The teleportation matrix couldn't possibly have flung me across. Interstellar distances. Oh, this is going to be an amazing breakthrough. We'll leave you on that thought. That seems fine. Excellent. So, if we've... I think you're not quite thinking laterally enough. I, so well, I need... Uh, do you have... Do you have pens or pencils or charcoal or, or some sort of papery thing? Writing hasn't been invented here yet. 
pre-literate Isn't that the societies. Stuff that the dwarves and gnomes do? Yes. Are there any dwarves and gnomes here? Fair enough. I I I I, I produce a stone a stone slab and a chisel. Here you go. I suppose this could do. Sandra uh, slips a uh, a notepad out of her pocket and hands it to you. <gasps> I start to. Uh, doing some calculations and try to figure out how I, I, I teleport I, I this far. I open up my book of shadows. This is written in blood. I close it. The, the, uh, you, you see his book, as you look at it, it's not... It, it, so there's there's right there, there's runes in blood, and as you look at it, rather than reading it, it simply imparts knowledge on you in a very unpleasant manner. It seems very invasive, and you don't want any part of it. <laughs> Can I uh, take a picture of that book real quick? I can walk over. No. <laughs> I'm sure our necromantic department will be fascinated by that. Uh, so while note. you're scribbling that, Elrin, for the rest of you. Well, I see you found a, range, a way to arrange a meeting slightly differently than I had intended, but Talon's a softy and. Sonaris, well, Sonaris doesn't like him the most. Says he reminds him too much of me. Um, we also figured. That Are you his half brother? Yeah. Ah. Well, we figured it'd be best to get a plan that let the most people be on the same side, rather than making everyone angry at us. Hey, I'm always for sneaking off and doing things under people's uh, noses. But again, Remember that's that why Tamaris despises me. And yeah, yeah we'd rather not have everyone hate us. This was better than Dredge Tier's plan of everything is better than Dredge Tier's plan. The man's a lunatic. Fighting one of the druids, I believe. Oh, he wanted to get into a fight with Sendal. Yeah, Does he, he want you it. all to die? He was planning on leaving at midnight, just in case. Uh, it you want to try to stop I don't that. think he's going to be able to anymore. Yeah, oh, he that really won't us. be not able to. Us, he yeah. well, not, well, not without the, the thing that I took. Oh right, yeah, yeah he took that too. Yeah. yeah. So. A good way to know. Well, now now you're all here, and you as well, and I suppose. Oh, you'll probably. Um, can I see your smartwatch? Well, I don't. I just need to know your. Uh, hold on. Search for Bluetooth devices. He pulls out a uh, a, a crystal. Bluetooth. Searching. Found. You find one. Uh, you have linked with a device. It's labeled as um, Elrin's talkie stone. <laughs> I give it limited access privileges. There. Now you've got access. What kind of animal has the Bluetooth? Um, there's lots of different frost creatures from up north. Um, Behirs typically okay. have teeth, colored cerulean to match their scales. Yep. So. Well, it's just an acronym, really. It's actually the uh, Institute for Electrical and Magical Engineering Standard 802.16 uh, for personal area networks. I'm sorry, I stopped listening after you started talking. I'm going to go back to writing hasn't been invented yet here. Ah. So I'm I like guess you are. I'm from somewhere else. And so is she. 
He says, pointing at uh, the girl who's obviously dressed in contemporary clothing. Okay, wrong. I'm from here. I've been other places. So I'm guessing there's no one uh, in the meat fields around here. I'm in the meat field. I can take that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Magic engine, magic engineering, alchemy, and technology meet careers. Actually, halflings are rather underrepresented. But I came in at one of our diversity programs, and the last time we saw a meat field, there were a bunch of demons in it. I don't think you want to be in that field. Ah, we have actually solved many of the demon problems. We've isolated the entire planet off from them. It was quite a feat, really. They did have you send. A, did you send a space marine out to Mars to do it? Because that was my favorite way to isolate demons, let me tell you. It was hilarious. I don't know how... How do you steal... How do you steal access to a different plane? You send a space marine to Mars and you give him a big stinking gun. Oh, hold on. Uh, you, you hear a ding on your on your phone, and it says, "Accept download, Doom." You'll notice, by the way, that. Uh, the, the, what he's got is he has he has a cell phone encased in this rock, yeah, but it appears to be some sort of. Um, yes, looking at it, you can tell it's some sort of telepathic interface. You can access his phone telepathically. It also has the same magic crystals that recharge it that you have. You've taken a minute on the outside. It seems he's jury rigged a standard like old fashioned. Very careful magic can stop transport to a particular place. Interesting. It'd be interesting. As I said, I am the closest thing to an arcane scholar you will find in this realm. But it's actually quite a fascinating process. We're getting uh, rather off topic. Ah, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> People are always telling me that. From burning. How do we do yes. that? Yes. Um, I'm afraid you teleported at a bad time. Uh, remember that whole demon thing? Yes. We're on the outbreak of demonic war, and some lunatic is trying to light the world on fire. Literally. Ah, that would be undesirable. Yes. I would recommend instituting uh, counter-demonic measures. Do you happen to have those in your spell? I am if one. Not I'm, exactly. If I I'm a teleportation writing. illusionist, yeah. not a not a spiritual whatever those things are. Hey, you remember that diversity department. program that, uh, that you were talking about? Oh, yes. We're about to have a cross-department training. I'm always up for learning new things, I suppose. Uh, All right, get ready to learn a whole lot about... Well, right now we're going to have a uh, talk about uh, interpolitical affairs. I've actually written all of this down if you want me to simply transfer it. It's quite the interesting process, but... <laughs> I don't like consorting with Grimgar. He doesn't like consorting with you either. <laughs> I don't think he likes consorting with anybody. Oh no! None of you know who Grimgaw is. Grimgaw, yes, he would. He would. I would. Yeah. Grimgaw yeah. wants all of what's in here, and he ain't getting any of it. Yet. You feel, by the way, an odd pulse in your head. Does <laughs> Grimgaw pay attention to what I'm talking to? Uh, Grimgaw's pay attention, and uh, you hear a message in your head. What are you talking to? It's sort of the psychic response. Something very interesting. 
is, I presume there is someone there. Two someones, but yes. No. The short fool I see. <coughs> ah, he's cloaked himself from your sight. Indeed. You would you like to see through my eyes? I am. I don't need to ask. And yet, <coughs> still he is cloaked. Keep careful watch on this one. I'll be taking extensive notes. Uh, the it, 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 His uh, presence remains, but it does not maintain the domineering effect over your mind. Mm. Yeah, he's not a really friendly guy. He doesn't like to talk to people. <laughs> no, he, he gets what he wants and then he <laughs> uses you for whatever other purpose he has. Or ignores you. Uh, which is probably better for most people. <laughs> um, oh, so, if you're going to meet with my brother... Do we have to get with his friends? Well, that's how you got here. Sandra begins, uh, pulls out her phone and uh, pulls up a Spice Girls song. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I can I can provide you with knowledge of the recent events that I have been taking extensive informational notes on. Anyway. Sum you up, yes. Interdemonic war, world being lit on fire. Problem is, there's another war going on right now, and while this war is going on, it's really hard to get the focus off of this war and on to getting rid of. So, how do we get your brother matter. to stop trying to kill everyone else? Well, he's going to call forth a meeting with the three and a half leaders of the Druids. Three and a half. I'm a half. Because you're short? Anyway, he doesn't like me much, and I really don't like him, but this whole war thing is completely unacceptable. The Emperor is a loon, and someone needs to take that madman down. So, we've been trying. We've tapped him twice. We just want to get rid of him once and for all. So, I have to go and get Sendal away from the front lines and back here. Sonaris is already here. I, I take it from the level of metallurgy that thermonuclear war is not a risk here? It's going to be magic, if anything. I don't know what so, you just said, but demon invasion. So, thermonuclear war, not a risk. Opening unstable rifts to planes we don't fully understand that can collapse on themselves and cause massive gravitational fields that could potentially uh, interfere with the local sun. Also a magic spell that lights the world on fire and uses everything on it as kindling. How many light seconds are you away from your sun? I honestly don't know. The technology level hasn't been that advanced far enough to figure that out. Hmm. Interesting. What's the length of your years? About a year. <laughs> Four seasons. I like what he said. We're going to stick with that one. <laughs> ah, hmm. Look, interesting. I'm not a sciencey kind of person. Right, right. 
Well, certainly we wouldn't want an entire world to fall to demons. That would be a very bad thing. I suppose I can help out. Uh, it should just be a simple matter of manipulating the gravimetric distortions and force the energy back into the demonic plane. Even if we can't manage a set of sealing stones, we should be able to collapse the portal internally. As have long as it involves s- vanquishing demons, this I am entirely thing. behind have this plan. Have you ever seen a demonic summoning ritual? No, but I have read about them. It involves cutting out people's hearts and sacrificing them. Yes, uh, it's actually fascinating how that works. I was actually doing a little bit of research. You know, I have some speciality you know, in medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And part of the uh, process involved is the psychosomatic energy that's stored within the heart. So it's not so much the heart itself as it is the fact that the blood acts as a magic reagent across a multitude of... This conversation continues for a while. Charles going to step away (laughs) and step into... Certainly fascinating, but I suppose... Right. In order for you to be fully capable of assisting, I should have you up to speed. I'm gonna let the two of you talk. <laughs> what 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 kind of insane quadruple digit numbers are we talking for me to understand at least two percent of those words? No. <laughs> so gotcha. I I just kind of I kind of open my book of shadows to the portion that is about the current situation of the world, and just kind of turn to face him. <laughs> Do you look into the book? Uh, let's see. I'm really curious, but I don't someone, like this. Someone snapped their fingers between the book. I don't <laughs> like this idea per with, uh... se. Okay, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to cast the identify spell to try to identify this book. Okay. As you look at it, all the information goes in your brain. <laughs> okay, you cast identify on the book. It is, uh, this book. Is was written by a is written by a lich, and it utilizes the form. Uh, you're, you're guessing the form of historical preservation they have at the time because they don't have uh, proper writing. It uses runes that impart visions. Hmm. However, the visions go at a very very fast pace. Uh, you're guessing that if you are not highly intelligent and able to decipher them, they might cause your brain to melt. But I do think it's intelligence. And I'm not a particularly wise person, so this seems like an interesting thing to try. Let's learn. <laughs> All right, roll me a d20. <laughs> so I'm going. <laughs> so I'm going in all prep. Do I? I do have to make a uh, intelligence uh, you're, saving. You're gonna, ro- you're gonna roll a d20. Straight roll. Straight roll. We're, we're doing it second ed style. Nine. Good. What's your intelligence? Twenty. So you made it at half. All right. Uh, you are barely able to parse out from the variety of scenes uh, visions of... Uh, in particular, you're able to find some key moments. There is a staff that has very, very arcanely complex spell rituals written into it. Like, the magic in this world, the, the technology is real low. The magic in this staff is incredible, but it's approaching magic from an angle that you've never even thought of before. But the the the, the magnification and control on this would be enough to have a spell with solar level consequences. You then uh, catch. So, are you as a player familiar with what a Tarask is? I am not. 
Oh, is that that giant beetle thing? No. The Tarrasque is the... Uh, it ends, it's, the a, it's an immortal giant dinosaur. Ah. The Tarrasque is the thing that ends worlds. It eats worlds. Uh, okay. It's, it's, uh, it's a giant. It's a giant immortal dinosaur that, you, that if you kill it, it just comes back. Unless you use yeah, bury it alive, kill it, and then uh, cast a wish spell on it. Yeah. Oh, great! One of those legendary Tarrasque, for there is fortunately only one known to exist, is the most dreaded monster native of the Prime Material Plane. Imprisonment is really the only real way to keep it. <laughs> Except that they're immune to that because any direct targeted spell bounces back at the caster. Yeah. Huh. Yes. They're uh, looking at this thing's eye fills you with dread. Uh, and only the eye, because the thing is being contained by a massive tree, which appears to be some sort of like magic life tree. Um, it's even, you were able to find it's actually a shape shifted uh, <coughs> druid, like of por- of power beyond proportions you're used to. And you see a gem that draws that has been drawing the power of this Tarrasque, and based on the magical calculations, it's designed to fit into that staff. Okay. Providing a power source sufficient to cast a spell of solar level ability. So with the two combined, you have an ability to cast a spell so powerful you could turn the sun into a black hole if you wanted to. Okay. Or simply unleash it and cause it to go supernova, which would burn literally everything. However, it's not attuned to either of those. Roll me an arcana check. Hey, we might actually get an answer as to what the spell does. Yeah. It's greater restoration. It'll restore all of us oh. permanently. Uh, Roll with advantage. At the end of the campaign, probably 12. <laughs> No, oh, good. <laughs> Much better. Uh, 27. <clears throat> Alright. So this is weird. It's it's written completely different magic code. But, even though you've never seen this code before, you're able to kind of follow the lines and figure out this is... So first of all, it's conjuration school. But it's not traditional conjuration. It's an experimental approach at it that you've never seen before until your most recent studies on transportation. <clears throat> Specifically, the transportation spell that you have just learned transported you from, as far as you know, interstellar transportation. Interesting. I've been teleported to the same place I've been following. Ooh! I immediately... Although I am going to, of course, think about the consequences of all of this, the first thought that occurs to me is, it it took a lot of effort to figure out what was in that book. I should write this down for someone else. So I take that notepad, (coughs) and I'm going to just sit there and write a book uh, of all of my observations. Useful. Is anyone going to try to stop him? I'm not going to. All right, he's going to take a while, so what are the rest of you doing? What are you doing? Ah, I'm writing uh, something. I'm hoping to publish it as a paper, although it might be uh, a short book, honestly. Uh, First, will you be able to publish your paper if you're dead? No, that would get in the way, and some of the things that I'm (laughs) writing down might end up destroying this world and possibly destroying other worlds if they're able to teleport so far. Destroying this world? Is there some new perspective to what we've seen that you have? I 
Well, you know it's going to light the world, right? What did you learn from my vision? Uh, magical stuff. Oh. Simplified, simplified, simplified. As I was always told speak when I had mag- to do speak, lectures... Speak in magical terms and I will be able to understand you. There's Ideally. a staff that has incredibly high-level power, powerful enough to uh, change the entire world. Yes, we're familiar with A... Uh, a t- Tarask. A Tarask uh, energy is being drained into it, yes. and the spell seems to have something to do with interstellar teleportation. That one is new. Teleportation? It could bring things from across the cosmos. It probably could move whole worlds if it needed to. It would have enough power to reach out and uh, pull entire worlds into your world. How to explain this? Yes. Yes. Is that enough power to pull that here? It's a lot closer. It'd be, it is, to, it'd be easier to move the planet there, though. It would be a lot simpler to move your planet there. You see, that thing is actually Either much way, larger both than you. things end up occupying the same space. Uh, yes, yes. You could certainly destroy this planet with it. There's no question on that. The real question is what it could be used for in an interstellar war sense. Like, how many times could you move a planet before needing to reach well, let's well, someone who wanted to conquer the entire universe, say. So, it's really quite fascinating, some of the ramifications. All the stars up there? Suddenly, uh, you hear Elrond's voice again. Wait a second. Did you say, move the entire planet? Yes. Yeah. It seems within the realm of possibility. It's certainly strong enough hold to... Hold on, hold on. I'm not a science person, but could you explain in physics what happens if, let's say... Someone takes a planet full of people they don't like, and they teleport this planet to occupy the same space and time as another planet of people they don't like. What happens to two planets that occupy the same space at the same time? A simple application of the Pauli exclusion principle. The matter waves would collapse, and the entire thing would be reverted to energy. Uh, it would explode. Big fireball. Boom. So what you're saying is, let's say that there is some sort of interstellar war that your group is not... that your species is not advanced enough to know about. You can. We have speculated on the possibility of alien life before. So, this so isn't let's entirely... Let's say that there is some sort of interstellar war and somebody had a tool like this. And let's say that there were two plants they didn't like. Well, and they installed a god emperor on one of them to harness the power to do such a thing. Oh no, he's a pawn. Um, I mean, yeah, well, that's uh, why they installed. Oh uh, yes, this would be uh, quite effective yeah. uh, <laughs> weapon if you wanted to wipe out entire civilizations. Two worlds. Did, did you say energy? Uh, when the, if two planets collided, it would be like energy. Could these people be doing this in order to create energy? Oh, I didn't even think about that. You said convert into energy. How much yes. of a power source would that be? Well, it would be interesting. It certainly wouldn't be as large as a star, although the energy output can, would be several months of solar output. Can I just shortcut this really quick? Someone wants to turn us and our entire planet and everything battery. we know and love either into a giant fireball or into a fuel source, either of which is bad, and really it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do anything to help the fact that we still need to stop it? You are assuming that the people owning this device would be callous enough. You have to realize, if you they did this, are. you could... Kill billions of people. He's painted himself yeah, gold from head to toe and declared himself the one true god. He didn't paint him. himself. He didn't paint himself. He is. He, is. He's he summons demons and he travels between continents with 
seemingly no trouble whatsoever. And he had a very large portion of what it seems with the creation of this staff. I'm going to try to use my medicine knowledge to make a psychology check and see if this person might be suffering Probably from megalomania. Psychology check. <laughs> um, he's gosh, I wonder. Uh, I love gold. 19. So this person uh, takes the mad devotion of Emperor Chin, the uh, disregard for human life of Hitler, and the megalomania of Stalin and combines them into one. I think it would be in our best interest to prevent this person from achieving their plans. That's what we're doing, Elric, you're back. Did you accomplish the thing you meant to accomplish? No. But I've been tapping into his microphone on his device, and I heard those words, and I was real concerned. Yeah, so we need to speed up our timetable. Yeah, we're um, we're working on it. (sighs) Alright, it'll be a couple hours before we can get someone, you know, halfway across the continent. I disabled the microphone on my smartwatch. <laughs> you're a lot better with technical devices than he is. <laughs> you, you, you just go into his app and you're like, turn Deny on app, <laughs> access. Okay. Um, so during during that hour, I sort of I take um, my dagger and kind of slash my hand and begin to carve more runes onto the Book of Shadows of the knowledge that basically I have just gained and okay. what's happened. And also details on Elrin for right. sake of Grimgall. Well, I'm going you to... notice that whenever you try to write anything about Elrin, the blood rolls off the page. You cannot record information about him. <laughs> very slippery. Well, <laughs> while we were waiting Me? for a few hours, I lay down and go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, Tara's going to go into the, the orphanage where mm-hmm. all the little children are. Um, and uh, her son is going to like try to cheer some of the kids up and play a game with them. And she's going to take out her flute and like kind of dance and play for them. Well, we perform a check. Natural uh, 20. Natural 20 on the die. <laughs> Which makes that 31. 31, yes. You are the Pied Piper. You are the Pied Piper. (laughs) (laughs) You... Suddenly there's a rave. (laughs) (laughs) Even a couple of the druid watchers are getting out on the music. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) There's this bass beat coming from somewhere. You see, have you ever ever seen someone flute box? No. You beatbox with a flute. It's actually really cool. <laughs> I'm, it's like actually really cool because you can basically play flute and percussion at the same time. It's nuts. And the way that echoes in the flute. Anyway. I uh, am going to find the druids and see if I can get uh, incense and ivory together to cast legend lore. Um, Roll me. Do you have persuasion? Uh, I I mean I don't have it as a yeah, just roll it. proficiency to see if you can convince them to. Ivy is real easy; it's everywhere. Ivory. Yeah. What was the other thing? Ivory and incense. Incense. <laughs> incense is very vague, but I'm sure there's something you can find. Ivory is going to be a bit trickier. Tw- uh, Thirteen. Yeah. All right. It, it's it's not a hard. Uh, so I get that together and I cast Legend Lore, which takes ten minutes, and I use it to learn uh, to learn all of the let's see, 
current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore not widely known uh, about a, a uh, person, place, or object of legendary importance. And uh, using the information I already have to get more detailed information about the Emperor. Alright. So, uh, Taylor's just going to play the exposition part of this game. Um, I mean, there's always wizard to do. It is. Your characters are always great. That's so incredibly important. It's amazing. So, you... Uh, the, the tale of this emperor starts about a century ago. And you see, you, you, you see scenes, similar to the book, but much less invasive and mind-melting, uh, of a man of the emperor, Taimo. Uh, Taimo, uh, crowned of the sun. Okay. And he's doing a number of things, and he, he reaches old age. And he's... You sense that he's developed a sense of importance. He feels like without him, the world would fall apart, and he must continue to exist to continue this empire he's created. Okay. Um, and one day in his old age, he approaches a gold statue of himself and places his hand upon it and begins to cast a spell, but it's not a spell in the way that you're used to. It is a psionic transfer. And he passes his entire existence into this gold statue of himself. However, this gold statue isn't able to be him properly. There's a ritual that's done, and his closest advisor is imbued with the task of he must always be near the statue. The statue exists as the Emperor's power. The new position of his sun guard is the reincarnation of the Emperor, a man who allows his body to be invaded by this statue. Hmm. Without the human connection, his life essence in the statue will fade very rapidly. He is bound to the sun guard at all times. However, because of this power, the statue itself is unbreakable and immortal. Hmm. But entirely dependent on this. Going on with this, uh, he controls the world very contentedly hmm. and completely and total. And, and being separated from a human body he begins to go insane. Hmm. Because this is not a natural thing. This is not something you're supposed to do. Hmm. And the sun guards live very short lives because this is not how human brains are supposed to work either. And uh, you, you know from a bunch of medicinal standpoints that there's just... There have been experiments that you guys have done before with the idea of, you know, well, can we take a corpse and, and you know, <laughs> heal it? And it, it, it doesn't work. It, gotcha. It inevitably ends in insane. Gotcha. It's sort of worst case Frankenstein's monster, uh, and it's got worse and worse and worse. And now he feels like the only thing that he can do is, uh, and and then you see someone approach him, but it's a voice from a distance. It's not of this world. Mm. 
Roll me a wisdom saving throw. It's Tarn. Of course it's Tarn. <laughs> Six. It's always Tarn. Uh, no, it's uh, you begin it's to hear not. a voice, and it rends into your mind and tears you away from the spell. <sighs> Something extremely powerful and insatiably hungry was talking to him. Oh, wait a second. I get it. I get advantage on wisdom yeah. save, so I actually would have gotten a 10. It's Sargeras. Well, you get to roll twice. Okay. Roll, take the higher. Yeah, okay. roll, roll again take the higher. You found, Sar- you found Sargeras. Advantage means... Or, you got your proficiency yeah. bonus? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you have gnome cunning. You have advantage on wisdom saves against spells, only with magical effects. So no, I'm not a gnome. Uh, no, I... Because I, I, the wizards... The, yeah, the wizards have yeah, proficiency. The, the yeah. plus four is not going to be enough. Okay, yeah. all right. No, this is oh, a much higher yeah. Okay, then, uh, I, I just you forgot are, that. Your spell snaps, and you take... Damn it, Monk. You take two psychic points of psychic damage uh, from mental backlash. What is psychic damage? <laughs> it's basically damage that bypasses I, every form of reduction. Okay. It's yeah. direct yeah. mental damage. Oh, not okay. okay, so my hit points go down to 66. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's more for the sake of... Gotcha. Yeah. Well... Hmm. Hmm. The Emperor is a part of something much larger. But, the important thing is kill the Sun Guard. That's what these primitive people need to know. <clears throat> I... Oh, good. Pontificate back to the druids, realizing that they must think that I'm much smarter than them and need to hear my opinion. So, my professional opinion as a result of my research. And insight check. Yes, they all care immensely about what you have to say, and they're all very important and worth talking to. <laughs> go to the nearest druid. <laughs> the ah, after extensive research, I have determined the solution to your problem. The sun guard needs to be killed. This will release the psychic energy of the stone, which will, of course, result in an exponential decay. What are you saying? Of course we're trying to kill the Emperor, that's what the whole war's about. Ah, ah, ah. But we try not to talk about it around the children. Ah. Emperor A. Ilke. <laughs> I bay. Um, <laughs> sun guard. Abstay. Perhaps you should speak with. <laughs> Fast kind of approaches. Perhaps you should speak with me directly about this. I will be most likely to understand this. Please come with me. <laughs> Come with me. Uh, right. I give so. you the, the rundown. How that much does, of the rundown, though? That does explain. Oh, knowing him way more of the rundown <laughs> than he needs to give. Yeah, so everything. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go. In the background. That certainly explains why his body is impervious to attack. Didn't we kill the Sun Guard, though? You've killed two Sun Guards. We've killed, killed two. But you remember the reincarnation process. I guess we Every time you kill the Sun Guard, he immediately flees. We have yes, to kill he runs one away every time we kill the Sun Guard. Him. Okay. So we, yeah. we need to hold then, the body someplace so it cannot find a new Sun Guard after we then, slay his... You mean we need to hold a person? Well, yeah. It's not a person anymore. <laughs> you need to like dimensional like... anchor. We need to prevent it from fleeing. Disintegrate or something. <laughs> the body is impervious. You won't be able to damage it until we kill the sun guard. 
even then you won't be able to damage it after you kill the sun guard. You can only hold it in place while its own energy leaks out of it. And when it leaks out of it, it's bought and you destroy it. It's a statue. So, 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 I mean, yeah. At that point, it's a statue. It's and no longer yes, dangerous. Yes, we destroy it. <laughs> what was this voice? Do you have any idea? Nothing I would speculate on at this point. Mm. Nothing you would Something Elrin might know about. about. Roll me another insight check on the voice. I, I sort of place my hand on the crystal. Something you might know about. Ten. You know about. Um, no response. I know you're there. You know it's hard sometimes, like, legitimately. That's why you have typically have to, like, leave a signal over time. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have his phone on, he won't. Yeah, I leave. I leave the message there for him. He'll get. He'll get it later. All right. So while it was going on, what were you doing, John? Are oh, you were sleeping? Uh, was, what were you doing? I was taking a long rest. What were you doing, Zachary? <laughs> um, I kind of noticed a natural twenty on on like beatboxing flute, and somehow there was like pyrotechnics that I didn't know existed. So you know, all these lights appear You're from the place that invented pyrotechnics. Thanks. Not to mention, she is actually uh, fire breathing is another one of her performance tricks. Yeah. So oh, she's yeah. fire. She's yeah, fire she's beatboxing on a flute. <laughs> Just the flute occasionally spits out fire. Okay. It's constantly spitting out fire. In rhythm with the music, it's multicolored fire. <laughs> I like how she's editing her doodle to include fire instead of music notes now. <laughs> Fiery music notes. All right, Zachary. Like, so what are you doing? Are you just enjoying the show? I, I'm taking in the show. I mean, hey, my, my oath is all about, you know, spread the light, preserve the light. If people are happy, that's a good thing. So people uh, people are getting people are getting getting down with some funky beats, yo. <laughs> my husband's very white. He's the um, whitest after, among us. After she uh, has her rave with the children, she'll like gather them around and tell them great stories. Okay. Roll me another performance check. Alright. In, in a group of white people, he is the whitest one here. Uh, I mean, six, 16 for that yeah, one. Yeah, they're good stories, and you, you've got the kids' attention. Yeah. Father, what are you doing? I was kind of interested in what was going on between these two, and I don't understand much of it. But I'm so you're just standing there being like, hmm. <laughs> you're using a lot of words here. You're doing that? You're doing the, if I listen hard enough, something will come through. Roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> I, I just want to, uh, oh just, boy. I want to try to figure out. You know, how to kill this thing. Romeo and D20 and tell me if you get under your intelligence. Intelligence? Yeah. I got a 50-50 chance. Hey. Straight up. Uh, that's it? Five. Hey, Five you made it. Rolling, um, I actually picked up a couple of things, maybe. It, all right. Gold statue can't yes. be hurt. Guy, uh, if you, but if you beat the meat one down enough, yeah. the gold statue doesn't matter anymore. If you beat the meat one down enough. <laughs> just, just. I like that. I like it. Smash the flesh bag. Beat the meat. Yep. <laughs> so, after um, around. Austin's never going to get it. I know. I know. He's, he's I know he's not. Around the sunset, uh, a, the, the door opens. And. <laughs> the door opens. Uh. A uh, a messenger runs through. He's one of the short, uh, wiry built individuals, and he has a pair of bronze daggers at his sides, and he's wearing he's wearing the proper armor. 
Uh, are uh, you're all pretty separate at this point? But he goes up to each. Uh, he goes up to to the group of you first because you three are all in the same area. I would probably in that, if they're back in the place where we met you. Yeah, you're just waking up too. I uh, I've been sent to bring you back to Sonaris. Good. All right. Uh, You've got a meeting arranged. Don't blow it. Next or do actually. It might be funny to watch him skewer you on the spot. I mean, yeah, that might be funny, but then you'll have to explain to your wife and kids why you let the world explode. Right. Whatever you say. Come on. He grabs the two of you as well and brings you all forth. <laughs> Never not get tired of playing that card. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, world blow up. <laughs> I mean, you know, when, you, when you've got the world ending card, you use it. Yeah. So you're let out now in uh, your ledge. Oh, yes. uh, before we head out, I am going to cast. Oh dear. What do you mean, oh dear? <laughs> Enhanceability charisma. No, uh, I'm I'm going to. Uh, I, I I just need to check the time it takes so to take cast this because I don't think it takes that long. By the way, we never introduced oh. ourselves to him. By the way, that's okay. We did. No, I just sort of run with it all. The book. He, he's, he, he vaguely knows who you are for the book. Also, like you don't think he cares. You're just no, savage people, except for the somewhat knowledgeable one who might be evil. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, I'm there, gonna there's, certain, there's, certain, there's certainly an air of lack of ethics. Might be evil. No, I have lots of ethics in black lives. There you go. I cast Find Familiar and Summon My Weasel. It's just a really dark paladin. Summon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow your weasel appears, despite you should be a, a, you know worlds away, but Oh, he was in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> your weasel is yours. I well, the weasel can uh, can transfer through dimensions. Yes. So yeah, yeah. find familiar words. Weasel and we go beat the meat man. <laughs> Taylor got it. <laughs> and moving on. Your weasel. Yeah, I got my weasel. All right. So you are you're taken out and you are taken to. You're guessing the front of this massive marble city, and the stone, um, a stone opening simply appears. And as you walk through, I don't get to rest between now and then, do I? No, I okay. did. <laughs> There's a large. I use my time wisely. It's a city, and but it's. It's much closer to the. It's it's got sort of organic feel that you got out of Dredge, where every it, it, it where you know that sort of termite mound, but it's much less gross termite mound and much more uh, elaborate hedge maze. <laughs> Not even a hedge maze. It's it's a combination. It's it's mostly stone actually, but it it looks like elaborately. Grown stone, like uh, you've seen crystals grown in a lab, it, it, it and imagine if you could grow crystals into a very organic city. It looks like somebody reached out and just pulled a city out of the ground rather than build. Sort of. Yeah. That seems to be a running theme. But it's very structured. Nothing is out of place. Everything is exactly where it should be, and has a very utilitarian purpose. I see that drenched. I see that they druids build cities the same no matter where they're at. And you see, um. 
that the people in here are either wearing the very plain clothes, earthy colors, no frills, or they're wearing the, the leaf armor. And again, there are very, very specific body types for everyone. Like, it looks like everyone here is related to one of four families. They have very limited character creation selection. Yeah, <laughs> they all have blue eyes. You get one eye color, only one. And they all have either light brown hair or blonde hair. We're saying it's we're an Aryan nation. <laughs> uh, you are led through to a central area and into a simple clearing, and you see a table that has that is basically the stump of a large tree and around it there are there are six seats four of them are filled you see Elrin uh, way at one end <laughs> and next to him is Talon Artho um, on the opposite end from Talon is a woman with light brown hair the same sapphire eyes and a scowl just pinned to her face. But not not an angry scowl or a uh, a, a mean scowl. Like not, not an angry scowl or it's like she's got a permanent frump. She's enjoying being angry at the world. Hmm. Uh, and she's wearing Again, the leaf armor. It's sort of like that umbrage thing when she's in the in, in, in the last book, you know, when she's judging people and yeah. it's like, you are unworthy to be before my presence. Cower, you bug. Yeah. She's got that sort of like... Resting face. <laughs> um, and then at the head of the table is a man who, unlike the others, is not wearing any armor. He's, again, wearing very simple brown tunic, green pants, there is a simple spear with just a carved wooden point sitting next to him. He's tall, strongly built, but otherwise not super out of the ordinary. He has... He's not a five o'clock shadow. There's a little bit of, of hair there, but not a lot. And he has actually sh- fairly short and very well-kept brown hair. And a serious and almost impossible to read face. So, you're the ones who want to end this war. It's sort of getting in the way. There are many who want to. We are among them. There are more uh, important things to consider at this point. Yeah, things that need to be done before, you know, everyone's dead. So, I'm going to let you know what I have been filled in on. From what I understand, the emperor that claims to be the voice of these people no longer represents them. I'll be honest, he never truly did. He's a tyrant who rules by fear. And 
no small amount, I'm sure, of magical influence over his people directly. Well, not so much here in Downtree. Here it's more mercantile. Does this have better monster list? The Dungeon Master Guide? I don't think so. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what was that? I said, uh, not so much here. It's not so much... Well, it's fear of the lower classes. Of the upper classes, it's money. I... Your people my still follow him and do what he says. Your people still committed the simple crime. Your people were given one rule when living on this place. <coughs> Don't enter our grove. That rule was broken. <coughs> You are paying the price. Blah, 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 blah. All uh, this petty... Please, please. <laughs> stay silent in a matter that determines... Try to keep some tact in this matter as it <clears throat> determines the outcome of this entire world. Ooh! Tact! <clears throat> That's an interesting approach, I, says the girl. You want to try being tactful and subtle and clever and be all nice and kind with your words so you can stab us in the back. Actually, Is that right? No, actually, I will speak plainly, clearly, and honestly. The Emperor is a pawn being played by forces beyond any of our comprehensions, I say, with my gaze lingering on Elrin, except perhaps some of us. But he holds in his grasp the power to quite literally end this world by bringing it into collision with another. Two places that cannot exist in the same place at the same time. Essentially, the Emperor, unbeknownst to his people, has harnessed the energy of the great beast, the Tarasque. Have you heard the legends from the other continents? I know the legends of the Tarasque. He has harnessed, <clears throat> attempted to harness its power to create a spell to uh, sufficient to say as its exact purpose is esoteric, destroy the world. His people do not know this. And he also do this. To be clear, our people didn't do shit to you guys. Our people drove the Emperor out of our lands, destroyed his destroyed his capital, drove him away from the continent, then chased him across the water, stopping on an island to chase him away from Big Beastie, only to find him here. We've been fighting him. And we're not gonna stop. Of course, you're fighting. That's what you do. You fight and you take. Yeah, I noticed an orphanage full of kids that were taken from your fighting. So don't even try to sit on a high horse. We're defending ourselves. The innocent are spared. Defending yourself? This... This is a slaughter. The only people that are, the only people that are not innocent in this are the people that are waging the war, the generals, I say looking at them. And conveniently, 
the ones who are m- who are least innocent are the ones unaffected by this war. The Emperor and his Sun Guard will not feel the effects of your wrath if you continue these battles. I'm going to get this into your head the best way you know how. I personally don't care one jot about Taimo. Taimo is... Ever he stands for. Uh... What I care about is that we had an agreement. He landed on our land. And we graciously said that he could have all that he wanted as long as we had our grove. But the moment he set foot in it, he would be removed. However, You're not removing him by attacking these empires. I'm removing the people who came into my land. Why don't you just remove him and solve the problem? Because there's still all of these filthy foreigners here. To put it simply, what do you want us to do? To give you that would stop the fighting. I want you to find a way to make Taimo sit down with me in a room. And we'll discuss the end of this war. Bring his sun guard here. I want him. He must be where his sun guard is. They are bound. He is his sun guard. Yes. I'm not an idiot. I know what he's done. And you know that he'll do more if he's not stopped. My people will remain. They really won't. No, they won't. They really will not. You comprehend. Ah, Elrin raises his hand. I hate to differentiate you, but I know everything going on. He points at Sonaris. He will. His people will not. No, you really don't understand. If there's something stronger than Tarask, it's that man's stubbornness and refusal to stop. If the world gets set on fire, his people will die. He might not. Actually, I believe I believe the specific will. terminology I was given was turned to energy. There is nothing to stand on. I mean, sure, you might survive, but we floating in nothingness. I decide to uh, theorize because he's made a statement that I find really interesting. (laughs) What could possibly enable this person? I'm going to use my. uh, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to look carefully at him, assess uh, his stuff, his setup here, like. What would make this place persistent? I just find this fascinating. Well, All the, the politics are aside. In... <laughs> First, let me investigate check. Okay. My investigate check turns up a... What happens when the well that makes you immortal is not there anymore? Uh, 22. Roll me an arcana check. Okay. That's, uh, that's only a 17. You have to use magic to figure out what's going on here, but there's something different. Hmm. How interesting. I'm sorry, your petty discussion on politics had me somewhat distracted, but uh, <clears throat> if I might ask, 
How precisely would you destru- survive the destruction of a planet? I just find the entire concept interesting. Sendol, shut him up. <clears throat> Roll me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the good one, the wizard's hat. <laughs> I... Is this a spell? <clears throat> Is he casting Ish. a spell? Is this something that will be affected by counter spell? No. Right. Don't even try. Uh, Actually try. Can I always roll natural 21. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled lucky. <laughs> a uh, group of uh, black vines wrench themselves out of the ground and begin trying to crush you, but you're able to sidestep them. <laughs> Sendal looks amused and in the exact same moment casts another spell. Roll me a uh, wisdom saving throw. That one he's good at. <laughs> Is this one that can be counterspelled? Sure, try. What, how do you counterspell? With, uh, with counterspell. With the spell counterspell. What if it's high level? Uh, so counterspell, if it's the level of, it's the level you cast counterspell at or lower, it's automatically the spell. Okay. Countered. If it's higher than that, you roll a spellcasting check, and if you equal to or succeed a DC of 10 plus the level of the spell, then it's countered. Uh, what kind of check is it? Uh, spellcasting check. It's my spell. It's my, my, it'd be a charisma check for me. Roll me a charisma check. So. Plus your proficiency, because it's spellcasting yeah. attacks. So yep. he goes first, and I'll go second. Uh, so that is a 19. Which, Which means if it's, a ninth, if it's a ninth level spell or lower, it gets countered. Sendal smiles and stands up from the table. Uh, roll initiative if you want to be a part of this. <laughs> oh no. Initiative is just dexterity I unless I have back. something special, right? Yeah. I step away. I step back. I grab my child who is currently with me like and step back. 22. <laughs> 22? Alright, what'd you get? I mean, I have to roll into this just to speak, so. Yeah. 22. Uh, How did all of us get a 22? Uh, Well, father has a feat. I have a plus Uh, four, nine, plus nine. I have a 22. (laughs) (laughs) We're all all going on the same (laughs) thing. This is going to be a side note. Everybody's shouting and swelling. Will your oath let you just let them be a bully to somebody? Uh, My oath lets me realize that this is the fate of the world, and I don't have time for petty bickering when this was supposed to be diplomacy. Yeah. It was, until they started assaulting another member of your party. Exactly. Find assaulting. Yeah. Well, repeatedly uh, casting spells at him and what appears to be trying to crush him. uh, What's the dexterity of a weasel? For asking a question. Really mediocre. Like an asinine question that had no bearing on the present situation. Yeah, but it didn't deserve an attack in response. 21. Actually, it did have bearing. I from the weasel. You should have expected an attack in response. You were a bad paladin. No, he's really not. Why is he? You have stupid expectations of paladins, so we had this discussion before. You had dumb expectations of paladins. All right, so she goes first. Okay. I am obeying. Wait, how did she beat a twenty-two? Yeah, yeah. I'm is good. I am obeying his law because he. Why are we doing this? We're gonna get killed. You're also you're also allowing him to attack someone who's done nothing wrong. Wrong. Uh, 
first of all, she's attacking somebody else right now because his land, his law. He knew it was an asinine question. I mean, you don't have to defend your. I tried to shut him up. So, all right, uh, yeah, no, that looks like the one hundred percent best spell for the situation. She's oh, she's a mass spell. Uh, oh no, no, she she doesn't typically cast uh, also, spells. What can I do anyway? She she's. Heal? <laughs> this is not going to be good. There's not going to be anything left to heal. I'm doing nothing but defensive stuff, so... Counterspell is entirely non not offensive. It's entirely defensive. Alright. Roll me a... A counterspell. Um, uh, you've already cast it since your... Uh, you've, you've used your reaction once since your last action. Kind of? Right, yeah. I mean, we're, we're starting. We're starting around. We're starting around. Yeah, because we, we just rolled we initiative. Okay, so go, uh, go ahead and cast counterspell. I roll a twenty. Tenth level right. more spells are counterspell. Cool. She cast another spell. What? How is that possible? She seemed to do two. Uh, she has a special ability <laughs> to cast two spells in a round. Sure. Yeah, as long as one of them is a druid spell and one of them is a wizard spell. Sure. Oh no, I don't like this. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. All right. Who? Him. Hey. Uh, that is uh, that is eighteen plus three is twenty one. And if that's not enough, I can do a thing to add more to it. If that's a failed save, I can add to it. Uh, it sh- I don't think it's actually a failed save. Let me double check. Uh, it's uh, da da da. Sorry, I was not expecting you to actually attempt. To fight her? To defend ourselves? <laughs> Not so much. Uh, yeah, no. That makes it. Alright, cool. Alright, what are you guys doing? I'm just... Sta- I just hold my hands up. If you're going to get pissy because we're defending ourselves, think about your actions. How are you different from the person we're trying to fight? Alright, what are you doing? I'm, I'm running forward with sword in hand. And oh no! <laughs> this is going to end badly, I know, but this is this is my character. Um, I say, answer the question, and I swap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not trying to fight. I'm just defending myself. Uh, Stan's going to get himself killed. <laughs> What's your AC, Father? Oh, not much anymore. But oh, he's running at the druid with a sword. Nineteen. I'm charging the druid. All right, uh, roll me an athletics check. We're all going to get arrested and prosecuted, and my child's going to end up at the orphanage. Arrested? (laughs) You assume there'll be time for an arrest. Sorry, we're going to get executed, and my child will end up in the orphanage. I'm just defending us. For trying to, at least. All right, defending us. uh, You're getting us killed. Roll me an attack against him. He's the only one attacking. If they're going to kill him for if they're going to kill him for asking a question, do we really want to be working with them? That would be the good All right. Part of uh, roll <laughs> it does hit. Roll me a d20. Or no, roll me a d6, sorry. D6. I don't have any options for working with good people. <laughs> Where did my book go? I have options for working it. with people that will not actively end the just, world. But for uh, damage? Yeah, roll for, uh, you get max damage. Max damage? Max damage. No, no, oh, okay, so it's Where did 16. I put it? Oh, you're looking at the... Ah, that's it. So yeah, I'm going to look at the other 16 is max damage. Okay. Yeah, okay, so 16. Yeah. And, uh... And roll me another attack. attack. We all go on the same initiative, so what's Faust doing? Uh, uh, 19? Uh, fine, on the second. <laughs> on the die or hit? No. You missed. The what? You missed. Missed, okay. Uh, and then you okay. don't get your boot because you had to move. 
Okay. Uh, Wait, you so have to charge your feet? Yes, I do. Oh, it is still a bonus action, though. Okay, so no. Yeah, you got you extra five damage, though. I forgot, so you oh, did sure 21 damage. damage. Extra five on the Charge your feet. Mm-hmm. feet. It is. All right, and what's Faust doing? And, um, oh. Hopefully packing me up in the top. Uh, Actions. <laughs> okay. Actions. Okay. So roll your other attacks. And what's Faust doing? So, I mean, so he just... Sort of. I get three attacks around now because I'm at. Oh, nice! So I get one more attack. Attack. attacks. Yeah. Uh, so as, as as everything is going down, he just kind of stands there and closes his eyes and just. <sighs> if this battle continues, and the emperor is not defeated, it does not matter if you survive, Sonaris. The rest of your people will wow. die. All and you <laughs> will be alone. Alright. Does he make a charisma check? With no like, druids and no hope. Roll me a persuasion check. Do I get a persuasion check for what I said? No, it didn't resonate with him. I was talking to the woman. No, you, no you can't reason with her. She's insane. That's fine. That's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, 24. Congratulations, you attacked the warrior woman. You yeah, attacked the insane one. Well, um, I hit her once. Hey. Hey, John, what's your HP? 60. That was probably the one we were going to fight. Oh, sorry, 62. Quest. Probably. Yeah. It was. I think it was. It was. You yes. were just destined to get into this fight. Evidently. Well, I still have a boatload of counters. I'm thinking. All right. I'm going to just need um, Anyone else doing anything? Uh, I cast Polymorph okay. on my familiar and transform it into a dire bear. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you know the stats of a dire bear offhand? Or no. is it you take a normal bear and double a hit dice, if I recall correctly, which Something would be like an eight. It's in the back of the player's handbook. Yeah. Okay. Well, a bear is in the back of the player's handbook, and a dire wolf. What, what, what are you doing with the dire bear? Uh, the dire bear is going to be ready to act, but I'm still hoping for a diplomatic solution. Okay. Uh, anyone else doing anything? Or just sheltering and avoiding conflict? No. I'm, sa- I'm standing right in the middle of this clearing, basically. <laughs> Covering my child, trying right. to stay away. What are you doing, Father? Or no? Uh, okay, okay. So back. Uh, Talon is looking uncomfortable, but sitting. Sonaris is just watching, and you cannot read his face. Uh, so I'm guessing no roll I can make will help you read that. Read him. Roll me an insight check if you want to. I would like to try. I would, I would like to try. I would like. You can certainly try. I'm really good at no. insight. Natural no. makes it a 27. 17. I've, I've, only, I've only got an 18. Oh, so you can't make it, is what you're saying? I guess. Oh, no, you can't make it. <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need expertise and insight to make it, basically. <laughs> you need to breach a 30. Um, let's... Hang on. Oh, no, it's an attack. Not an ability check. Never mind. I was like, can I add 2d4 to ability checks? No, I can't. I can't only two attacks. All right. So... Sure. That looks fun. Uh, she casts a spell. I counter. Roll me your counter I'm countering spell. the fourth level spell this time. Okay. Fourth level spell slot, so fourth level spells are lower automatically countered. Okay. Um, She's not going to cast anything that low, don't worry. That's fine. Yeah, take that. That's a natural 20. All right. Next to the 30. And what did you say your HP was? 62. Power word kill. A natural 30, a natural 20. Will no, that was the second spell she cast. Oh. Okay. Um, I get a. Actually, no, I'm not gonna say. If you're under hit points, you die. 
Okay, fine. You just murdered a dude for no reason. Sweet. Wait, who just died? Me. She's oh, no. power killed me. Oh reason. my gosh. Yes, no. no reason. I was defeated. Dude, you are the worst paladin so, ever. So, there's no valid reason for using power word kill on someone defending themselves and all, not being aggressive. All I did was defend myself and him. I made yeah. no attacks and tried to reason. And which is power word kill. That's not... If you there is no defending that. think that that is a lawful good action, I'm sorry, uh, I need to explain some things to you. Elrin is going to point around here <laughs> and try to explain, like... Really need you guys to stop attacking right now. Stop doing anything. Just drop everything and stop. I'm dead. Okay, I'll stop. Faust hasn't Faust hasn't done anything except stand in the middle. Will of the any room. of you take any actions at this point? Do, are you taking any actions on your turns? Uh, I'm going to ask why she didn't answer the, his question. Well, well what was she afraid of? Okay. Any other any, any of the rest of you doing anything? Shielding my child. Faust is standing in the middle of this hurricane. If anything happens, I'm going to use projected self to avoid it. Okay. But I'm just I'm just ready. I'm not doing it yet. Um, Sonaris is going to uh, watch the proceedings. Notice uh, notice that none of you are trying to fight and raise a hand. Sundal's going to stop, look over the group. No reactions from anyone? No reactions. All right. She looks back to Sonaris, annoyed, and sits down. Now, if you don't mind, back to what we were saying. I point at the body on the He's ground. He's still dead. Is that, <laughs> that is going to continue to be a problem. <laughs> don't worry, we'll fix it once we're done talking. Now, you are saying you want us and the war. All I am going to have you do is arrange a meeting with Taimo. Once we get to that meeting, we'll resolve it from there, one way or another. To argue logistics, how? I don't know, but you have a lot of incentive to do so. Yes, quite the task. Understand that I am making an offer. Who has the staff? I think one of us does, don't we? I think, mm-hmm. I think you're holding it. Yeah, I had to hold the. I, yeah, I had the staff. Well, it's quite an easy way to get him here. I say, extending the staff. All I'm saying is that I will meet with the emperor about ending this war. If your empire cares and will agree, that we can end it. The Empire is losing this war. The Empire agrees. I need to hear that. From somebody in charge of it. I can arrange that. Good. Sandol, bring back the impetuous one. She frowns and casts True Resurrection. You find yourself. Uh, He's your heart rolling up a new character a beat, over here, and uh, you start. If I want to come back, even with your resurrection, if you don't want to come back. You want to come back? I don't know really yet. <laughs> 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 there would be a real fun stone to throw in the ridge of things if I don't come back. 
was actually looking at something in. <laughs> so, she casts her resurrection. Yep. And you can, and anyone else can roll Arcana to know that she is legitimately casting True Resurrection. I, I, I don't, I don't care to inspect, um, but I wouldn't normally inspect just at the moment of it. So, uh, I'm curious what she's casting because yeah. I'm curious. But roll a what? Arcana check. Gotcha. The. Uh, what? Uh, I, 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 this, this is actually a question uh, from like sort 13. of the, the perspective of me. What's it like after I die? Uh, it's still dark. You haven't transferred yet. You're, like, in the time frame that you can be resurrected, it's just sort of like, you're, you're, you're waiting. Because of the way that things work, you're just dead. Like, there, you, you, you leave time and space when you die. Yeah, Afterlife. Like, I don't know, like, whatever. For me in particular? It's, it's not like you're being pulled down from some well, sort well, of no, realm. Like, like that, because I'm just curious, like, if there's anything different or unique because of who I am. No. You 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 are the par- like the paragon the avatar, but you're still a mortal person. Yeah. You're, you're still transitioning right now. You I didn't know if it was like a oh hi there's old me how you doing? No, because because even the saints died. Yeah, they yeah. were just paragons of an asp of of, of a virtue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just saints. Like I said, it's like the Catholic saints. No one's saying that the saints are well. <laughs> Some Catholics, <laughs> but generally speaking, let's not get into this debate. Um, yeah, I'll come back. Okay, <laughs> it takes Bloody a bit show. longer than usual for resurrections, but none of you witnessed that before, so it's nothing new. But the the body begins to st- you stir, and you feel completely invigorated. You feel fine, like you just woke up from a long rest. Yep. The simplest method of ensuring that his presence will be will be here, I say, holding out the staff. He requires this for the completion of his ritual to destroy this world. Oh, you have that? How interesting! Can I have a, a look? Like I said, I don't care how we get the meeting. Just arrange it. Well, I'm sure someone here will know about it, he says, glaring at Overt Elrin. In fact, would you like to get the message to him that we have it? I say, looking at Elrin. I think you need to go talk to Melodius and Tanar about that. I don't think communicating with the Emperor directly is ever a good idea. Nonetheless, would you like to hold on to it for safety? That's probably best, he says, reaching out and taking the I hand it to him. Uh, can I... I've already copied the runes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a bad idea to let you touch this thing. Well, I was thinking, I might be able to uh, look at it. It is within my area of expertise. That's exactly why I don't want to let you touch it. I might even... It's very important, you know, as a research artifact for me to uh, be able to investigate. I'm going to do a persuasion check here. Dude, they killed me for protecting you. What makes you think they won't kill you for asking more questions? Eight. <laughs> persuasion check. <laughs> Why are you even trying? <laughs> the guards begin ushering you out. But I, I really am a subject matter expert. I've written doc- authored <laughs> six papers in the field of trans-dimensional communication. What's the paper? Sendal succeeded on her patience check. <laughs> if she hadn't, that probably would have been a second power kill. It's a lot of nice level spell slots. 
Now she used her druid life level spell on and her wizard life level spell slot, so All right. she only has one of each. Oh. And she also has the boon of high magic to give you a second ninth level spell slot for both. <laughs> Alright, so. So, uh, you are escorted out. And, um, well, now we need to get back to Daventry. I don't know why you're looking at me. So, you said you copied down the runes from that staff. Yeah. You saw that in the book. You know that he has some substance of the ruins. You're willing to bet with those ruins you could actually recreate the teleportation spell you were doing, but do it on a much more correct scale. Hmm. If only you know, if you could figure out where this Daventry was. How many miles away from Daventry are we? Have we any idea? Um Do any of you have geography knowledge? Knowledge. I actually have the wanderer feet, which means I have an in, I have an innate knowledge of maps and geography. However, you've never been here, so I'm gonna give you a survival check just based on the distance you've traveled, but it's been hard to read. Um yeah, no, I don't have any. Uh twenty-four. You traveled about twenty two hundred miles. That's including the however the distance to dredge and then down. It's no. It's it. It was mostly straight west. Okay. There was very little southernness, okay. southernness to it. Okay. I let Wiley turn back into a weasel. Why? Yeah. No, I didn't take part. teleportation circle because I didn't think we'd want to teleport to any place that has a teleportation circle. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, but I am not a master of planar teleportation. You, however... It shouldn't be too difficult. I'll just consult my spellbook, reset the basic astral projections, and ready as... The distance is roughly 2,200 miles westward. Mm-hmm. West or east? How long does teleportation east, go? East, west. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you've been mm-hmm. going east. You've been going east? Okay. You're in the land of the setting sun, which is ironically right. where is, the sun rises. That's right, everything is flipped. I Everything's got to be confusing. Because the Emperor is egotistical. Yes. Yes. More than a little bit. Yeah. So what happened after I died? By the way, big help. <laughs> uh, yeah, teleportation circle can go anywhere between two ser- destinations on the material plane. I, mean, I can both yeah. say I did nothing and I did the best I could because I legitimately did both. <laughs> 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 the paladin was like, I could get involved and it wouldn't help. Or I can just pray a lot, and it'll do a whole lot more. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no great time for thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> okay. I uh, am going to rest and uh, pr- uh, reprep uh, spells. Teleportation circle. A teleportation circle, yeah. Alright. So, uh... He begins just. He just plops down and takes a nap. Yeah, I'll rest. I I did spend three spell slots. You'll take a long rest. Take a long rest. I, consult my I, spell book I on my smartwatch, etc. I haven't expended anything. And if you're doing anything okay. of particular interest, you're not allowed him back in either of the cities. Rest anything. We're not allowed back in Dredge. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, Dredge is also a long way. Dredge away. is a long way away. Yeah. Okay. Are we allowed back in the orphanage? No. That's what I meant by the 
right, you wake up. Wake up. <laughs> You're going to cast your spell. I will create a teleportation circle to the nearest teleportation circle that exists near the location they described. It's in Daventry. There, there's one there. Boop. I cast it. Use up one of my fifth little slots here. Yeah, I was saving for teleport because teleport's way better than teleport. It's uh, it's just before dawn because you went to bed pretty early, and uh, you appear in a room. There's a teleportation sigil carved into the ground, and uh, it's the base level of the Tower of Daventry. Welcome, I say. Do I recall if this is the tower that the two uh, Melodius and Tarar are in? Yeah, Melodius and Tarar. Now we go up. We come with peaceful intentions and do not intentionally violate any export regulations or... There's 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 nobody here. Come along. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you to those you can actually say that to. <laughs> and I, I, I start heading up the tower to yeah. Melodius and Sonar. All right, you go up the stairs uh, in a. Uh, are we expecting hostilities again? Are there no, any um, no. angry They're ladies? Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we are out of the land of the druids, and everyone here does not have. World-shattering amounts of power. Well, not everyone. Noted. You reach the the top floor, and you you uh, melodious you, Tanar. Assuming we see them. I mean, are you going to the conference room? Or are you going up to the top floor where you guessing their bedrooms are? Yeah, I was going to go to the conference uh, room. You said you said before dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah and probably to their bedrooms. How All right, you go to conference, conference room first. first. It's on the way anyway. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, a, it's the floor just, below. Yeah. Before entering the conference room, I stop everyone and just kind of listen to the door. Roll me everyone one perception. We have. There's a, I, you know who they could be talking to right now? Well, no, 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 no. no. There's an alarm clock in there. <laughs> um, that is uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh. I, I rolled a one, but I'm lucky, so I don't roll a one. Oh. <laughs> hey, unless, you, unless you roll a one again. Right. In which case, you're really unlucky. That was a two. Lucky. My perception check is one. 21. You're, you're 22. I'm just actually 20. I, I only have eight. 22. Wisdom. All right, so everybody but the halfling. 15. But yeah, you, you also, you, you hear the familiar whirring and clicking. The halfling's listening to the incorrect wall. Yes. Yeah. You're you're too busy. Like you touch it, it's like it's really cold and drafty, and there's no heating in here. And I hear I hear no conversation on the other side. No conversation, just whirring, clicking. Okay, so I open the door. Um, there is a very confused robot trying to reassemble a mahogany table. Uh, so. oh. <laughs> is it the Modron that made the alarm noise previously? It's, the, it, it's a Modron. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It doesn't seem to be working correctly. Let me see if I can don't, go figure out what's wrong with its don't, programming. Don't, don't inspect it. I go over and I Actually, pat- please do while we find Melodious and Tomorrow. Uh, I, yeah. no, this is, I go and pat the Modron on the back and see if it'll start making the alarm noise that it made previously that drew Melodious and Tamar down. No, you had to really yank at that thing to get the alarm noise to go off. Can I try to instigate whatever I instigated previously? To Roll me an instigate. Uh, why are you trying With advantage to because you, you're an instigator? Because I'd rather instigate the robot than go and open uh, the I'm going to give you insta- instigation as an intimidate check. <laughs> it's so much easier to knock politely. 24. 
Um, Let's just wait. No, we could have just waited. You, for them to you wake poke up. it yeah. repeatedly in different places <laughs> until it stops, cricks its head, and begins making a very, very loud buzz. Alright, they'll be in a couple minutes. It just like makes the windows error noise. That I, <laughs> I just sort of go, I just sort of go and lean against the wall and watch the door. I'm going to turn the buzz off and check why. Don't, roll me an intelligence check. Don't turn the buzz off. So much bad. 20. Yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> you walk over bad. and you hit the reset uh, alarm button. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine idea because A, it lets them, it brings and them down the, here. They, they, you indeed hear rapid footsteps, and you see uh, Melodius running into the room in his previous state. Uh, you see a because tall, athletic, but, uh, athletic no, built individual with raven black hair, glowing red eyes, time. and <laughs> shock white alabaster skin. It lets them move from down here. But he has movement. kind of pointed ears. You actually he's a half elf. Oh. Just weird complexion. Uh, greetings. My name is Doctor Timothy Farmfellow. My companions here have been. We know who this is. Just let us talk. <laughs> Ah, well, if you already know my companions, I'm currently working to prevent an interstellar war. And while it's a detraction from my regular research duties, I assure you that I'm quite capable... Tanar is going to be very amused by this proceeding. Moments later, you see a very annoyed-looking half-elf of similar complexion walk into the room. Melodious, Tanar... Is he carrying his hammer? Did it occur to you to maybe just wait until knock on our door? Believe me, it wait did. <laughs> Believe me, it did occur, but one of us, us was quite insistent. Yeah, she we, points we, we, we since Taku. Didn't know if you wanted us to be subtle or not. And this was more subtle. <laughs> Interesting. You need to go look subtle. up what subtle means. Uh, Subtle is an occurrence that occasionally occurs randomly on its own, drawing you down here naturally, rather than a group of strange individuals appearing at your door, knocking loudly, and waking you up. On to the matter at hand. <laughs> anyway, it's too early to argue with you on the matter. <laughs> we have who's the short one? Uh, my name is Dr. Tom- Timothy Farmfellow. I am a senior researcher with the Applied Magics Laboratory. Stop. <laughs> Are you a crackpot? No, actually, he's been quite helpful. But he's not from this world. Not at all. I'm an expert at teleportation and have been inadvertently transferred here by one of my spells, and I've discovered it's actually quite timely because your world is on the verge of being destroyed in an interstellar war. Yes, (laughs) they've let us in on that bit. I have good news and I have dire news. Oh, good. I love good news. Ah, uh, but I suppose it's always appropriate to take the dire news first. We need to speak with the Emperor. By we, he means the Druids. Is that the good news? That's the dire news. The, the good news is though that the Druids are going to speak with the Emperor. Yes. Well, we have well, to arrange a meeting. That was their words. Well, um, actually, I think there's, there's another set of dire news, too. They won't end the war unless the Emperor says he's willing to end the no, war. No, they won't end the war unless the Empire 
says they're willing to end the war, which yes, is you. They, they said that they would deal with the emperor. He said, that would, he said that he would ask him nicely. No, 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 no. He no. wants the empire, the body, the governing body that is separate from the emperor, to agree to end this war, which is the two of you. But you said he does want the emperor there. Yes. yes. Do you think the emperor will be leaving that room? No. Hopefully not. Interesting. We could always attempt to teleport the emperor to meet the druids, perhaps in a neutral location where they could there's resolve already, there's, there's their... There's already a signal ready to draw the emperor to the location. They have his staff. Well, I think it's best if we can arrange a meeting under... Maybe false pretenses, but still there willingly. That way we can talk about things, explain our position, explain the Emperor's position. They might kill the Emperor, which is a win-win situation for both ends. And then the uh, degree of power would fall to the person in charge of Daventry, the uh, city here, which would conveniently be me. <coughs> and I would, of course, <coughs> be willing to end the war. How to phrase it to the Emperor? I believe we'll leave that to you. Oh, but you people are so good with negotiations. Look where you've gotten us so far. We're also known enemies of the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, we've kind of yes. fought him like twice. Well, I'm not an enemy of the Emperor. Oh. I could help in, uh, entreat him on your behalf. Um, your All well intentioned beings are an enemy of the Emperor. <clears throat> yeah. You're an. Um, uh, I mean, I've laid the groundwork. The thing that worked last they time have was his, they have to destroy his capital and then doing so. Yeah. Yes, uh, we, I, I've laid the groundwork. We have his. They, the druids have his staff in their sanctum. The staff he requires to complete his ritual. Yeah, if you tell him that he could, if you tell him that you know the location of the staff, and if and that going there with him means that he could recover it, so that he could enact his world-destroying plans. I could produce a facsimile of this staff if necessary. I am an expert illusionist, actually, which is quite interesting as a background, as a matter of fact, because so much teleportation is... is The the issue that we'll run into is that if we were to, say, mention the staff or that sort of thing, he would most likely uh, engage in violence upon meeting them. We want to, to meet them on some level of diplomatic terms. Tell them that they're willing to surrender? I like the way you think. Indeed, Talar looks over. It would be the only thing he'd be receptive to. And he's egotistical enough to believe that someone of that power level and capability would do so. And that they want to give him <clears throat> the staff as a present. Simply I don't think we should mention the staff. Oh, that's fair. Let's not Simply say that they want to offer terms of surrender. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess the simpler. I guess the simpler answer is just they want to surrender. Yeah. Well, then let's arrange this meeting. So how you are going to be there as well for. Oh boy, he really doesn't like us. Nobody likes us. <laughs> oh, no, he's not going. Like like me, he's not going to know you're there. Oh, that's better. That's even more fun. I'm going to lay a plan down. Do you think that there's a way that I could meet with Sonaris in advance before the meeting? We could possibly arrange. He doesn't such like a thing. people. 
but yes, he is rather antisocial. If you tell him I have a means of killing the Emperor, perchance he might. Yes. The teleportation circle should be valid for the rest of the day, right? Yeah. The next question is, how do we kill the Emperor? Oh, that we know. We do have the answer for that, yes. He ah, his yes. Son. My research has actually revealed yes. a quite appropriate methodology for this. <laughs> you see, all the psychic energy of the Emperor is locked into that statue, and all we need to do is kill one of his sun guards. Unfortunately, when he actually, we kill the sun guard, there's a psychic transference between the individual killed sun guard and immediately a new sun guard. Okay, Therefore, <laughs> I explain the situation. Yes. Yeah, basically, we have to keep him in one location after we kill the sun guard long enough for him to die. All right. <clears throat> so here's the plan. I will arrange with Sonaris that we'll have the meeting. If things go dour, Sonaris will probably end up assaulting the Emperor in an effort to kill him. I will ensure that there is a dimensional lock placed on the room we are in. I'll be in contact with some mages. The Emperor is a powerful being and, and vulnerable, but I've seen Sonaris in action. They'll be evenly held. We will be ensuring the dimensional lock stays in place, he says, nodding to Melodius. You will be in charge of killing the Sun Guard. We've already killed two, so we can three. do it again. You say that you've already met this emperor. He doesn't like you very much. <clears throat> yeah. Perhaps it'd be best if we were um, hidden when yes, this meeting occurs. We will be. Perfect. You said you were an illusionist, did you not? Yes. Yes. I think it would be quite easy to construct something that really fits the architectural semblance of the room in question, but something that gives us some space. Uh, just minor alterations. It's really interesting, actually, as a matter of perception. I was it'll quite be interested. This room. In- Work on it now. Well, first send us back to where we were. He can stay here and set up the ambush. I believe the verbose ones of you can go meet with Sonaris. Uh, yes, give me give me a, a few hours of time as I need to procure here before I leave. The only problem is I don't have the ability to cast the spell to send us back. I'm fairly certain we can arrange that. Wait a second, I thought the teleportation circle sticks around. It sticks around, it can yeah, be Yeah, but used. I don't have teleportation <clears throat> Right, yeah, but, but they may just hear they can do that. Oh, that's they right. can activate it. So I will retrieve my belonging and I will return. Alright. So you have those of you who are going over, go over, uh, you basically have all day and all night before you meet with the Emperor. Yeah. So I go to get my staff. Alright. And then we'll go talk to You pick it up? Yes. I use it is exactly to your specifications. I uh, will. Oh, hold on. I need to check the duration on this. We'll leave the we'll leave the 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 ward and kid back here where it's safe from the druids who like to cast power word kill. <laughs> That's only Sendal. She's the only one who's she's the only evil one among them. The others are neutral. So let's see. A major image only persists for ten minutes, but a programmed image is until dispelled. I cast my one-sixth level spell for the day to produce a programmed image uh, that blends into the room but creates a small alcove that we can all hide in. It should be... Perfect. Out of the way. Alright. So, uh, after I've retrieved that, uh, as I'm walking back, I sort of use it 
as as I intended to, as sort of a focus for my connection to Grimgaw. There's a lot of information to be found in this coming moments, but what is relevant at the moment, Elrin is warded very powerfully against information being recorded of him. Intriguing. That would explain why my divining cannot see him. Nor can I record any information in my Book of Shadows. This figure eludes me. The halfling, however, appears to have much more knowledge than his bumbling would call it for once. He is a studied expert from a realm where the, the science and magic <coughs> is far advanced to our own world. I want him. <laughs> in the meantime, if we're going to be laying an ambush... We'll see what we can do. I think I might be able to redirect his teleportation circles. <laughs> I will assist in this regard. <laughs> have, have a nice life. See you later. Hello. Oh, God! <laughs> In the meantime, um... Oh. Do you expect me to not do anything? <laughs> oh, goodness, no. No, it's fine. Hey, he's yeah, a one-shot character. He, he's a one-off, because, uh... Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, anticipating the battle ahead, uh, we've scheduled the meeting and everything, we're hiding in the alcove, all that. It'll be tomorrow, so you'll have a long rest to replenish re- 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 spells. Okay, so we'll do a long rest then. Yes, and what are the rest of you doing? Uh, going with him to talk to the druids. You arrive at the, the city. Um, Elrond opens up the gate. Hi. I'm just going to play messenger boy, unless you really want to go back in there. And no, that's fine. This will be fine. <laughs> Melodius and Tanar are prepared to offer the surrender upon the Emperor's loss of control of the Empire. Simultaneously, Tanar would like to meet with Sonaris to discuss a plan for killing the Emperor. Yeah, and they want to convince him to meet with you guys by telling him that you're willing to surrender. Hmm, I'll leave that part out. Yeah. Sonaris has a bit of pride. I'll mention the ambush and kill the emperor thing, though. That yes. That might pique his interest. I'll do what I can. Good luck. Thanks. Yep. And we go back. <laughs> Alright. So, any other preparations? Um... Charles going to see if she can find um, Kira yeah. to see if she can watch her son oh, yes. to her and keep him safe. Yes. Do you want your ward to go with them as well? She'll be safe, but I think it's best she's not near this fight. She doesn't need a keeper. She's quite good at taking care of herself. Yes, you just probably don't want him in the room. No. It could get very dangerous. It will get very dangerous. <laughs> did I ever... Did, uh, obviously I was a, you know, out for the one session, but did we ever really get a good look around Daventry as a town? Yeah. Yeah, you did. It, it's yeah, got a distinctive inner circle, outer circle. And I, I oh, is I, that when he? Yeah, that's, that's, that's when you were yeah. gone. I'm yeah. sorry. I explained, I explained to everyone you would you would you would have understood that um, basically the, the the way the population is basically working the inner the inner city is loyal to the emperor mostly because of financial gain. 
all of the people, all the basically all the shops can have a, a monopoly on whatever it is they do. Um, and then the outer city are loyal to the emperor out of fear and subjugation. So, yeah. not very loyal. Yeah. Um, now just making sure that that trap is going to work. Uh, is there any way to sort of from 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 what we've seen of the emperor, it seems like he can see through illusions, can't he? Yes. He seems um, to have a permanent true sight on. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that bit of information to our illusionist. Fascinating true sight, you say? Yeah, no, he. Uh, I don't think an illusion per se is gonna block us from his vision. He's gonna look hmm. at it and see that we're Looking there. Um, so really, if we want to make this work, we're gonna actually need a physical barrier. I could always use my arcane gate. We can sit at any location outside of the room and move within as long as we're within 500 feet. Is the arcane gate visible? It's visible from one side, not the other. That would be better, yes. <clears throat> All right. I always have so much fun foiling your ambush. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to recall you can see through illusions. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that's a much better option than a programmed illusion. Alright, noted. You should probably turn the illusion off now. Or, well, I mean, they both. Well, no, because he'll see the illusion does something's up. Well, but he, he won't see anything past it. No, it. but the fact that the illusion's there is kind of a tip-off that something's weird. I dispel the illusion <laughs> and uh, Set up an arcane memorize game. the uh, location... Uh, to an area that is not likely to be occupied by another object right. so that I can prep the arcane gate and cast yeah, and it on I'll, 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 I'll work with Melodius to find a good location we can stay at to pop you. Yeah. <clears throat> Servants' quarters. Yep. Right. We'll do it that way. Anything else? Anybody else have any traps they want to lay? Uh, I don't lay traps, unfortunately. I don't lay traps. I just yeah, go I don't lay really traps. I, I, the only trap I lay is myself. I mean, I've got a few traps. I think you can see through them. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, when the meeting is drawing nearer, I'm going to uh, buff, it lasts an hour, stone skin on our uh, frontline fighters. Those two. Those two. Cool. <laughs> Tell them what that tell tell our uh, lucky winners what they get. <laughs> Stone skin. <laughs> is it a concentration spell? It, uh, is it a concentration spell? You only have one up at a time. You can only have one concentration spell at a time. Yep. Yeah. Oh. But it might be able to split against two people. So let's check then the rules on this. I have twenty-two AC. He has nineteen. I think stone skin does uh, straight like damage soaking. That's yeah, so he gives you resistance to physical damage. <laughs> yeah, it's I concentration. Think it you can only have it on one person at once. Gotcha. You probably can't have it and the arcane gate at the same time. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> All right, so that's not the option we're going to use then. So yeah, that's right there. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, arcane gate is also concentration. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, never most, mind. Most buff spells are concentration. Ah, so, so that's. You have to have a dedicated buffer. You can't. Uh, oh, I gotcha. Yeah. There's a couple that aren't, but most of them. I gotcha. Okay. Aww. Those that, that prevents all the exciting, like, break. I do go ahead and cast. Well, what, what about uh, fly spells? I do go ahead and cast mage armor on myself. Yes, fly is also concentration. I do have fly. But. 
And this, as soon as this whole shindig starts, Crusader's Mantle, because yes. uh, I also established my mage armor before the fight. anybody... So. Yeah, can mage armor affect any other people? I don't think no. so. Mage armor is self. There's a lot more limits on magic. And... Yeah, because magic was broken in older editions. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it's still kind of broken. <laughs> uh, no, you touch a willing creature who isn't wearing armor. Okay. Oh. Uh, what's your AC, Holly? She's wearing armor. I know, but, but it's not if I can make her armor higher without without wearing it. I never put my AC on well, It's 12 plus your AC bonus, or plus your dex bonus, I mean. Okay. Oh, um, um, I can give you better armor if you forego wearing the armor you It's 17, then. I can give you better armor if you forego wearing Okay, sure. Yeah, no, I'll go for that. Same, uh, what's your armor? 19. What's your, what's your dex? Um, two. So yeah. Armor better. yeah, no, we have, we have really good armor. And yeah, they have heavy armor. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put Mage Armor on myself and on uh, you. And what's that going to give me? Uh, 18. 13 plus your deck. So that's what you have 18, so 17. 18, 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Your thing fell down. Oh, hi. And I will use... Oh, I will use Spell Point. I will use one Sorcerer Point to do that, because first of all, spells will cost one point. <laughs> I can cast Major Armor at will, but only on myself. Yeah. Right. Yes, one creature. And it's not concentration, so I can give it to as many people as I want. Any other buffs? Uh, Crusader's Mantle, which I'll cast right before. Before the end of gate? Yeah. And basically, everyone within 30 feet of me it deals plus 1d4 radiant damage on all attacks. You also have an aura, don't you? 1d6. On aura protection that gives us. I have charisma. auras of all sorts of fancy stuff. You get like your charisma modifier to our. Uh, all of our saving throws. Uh, I get. Yeah. But everybody gets. Everybody gets uh, plus two to their saving throws if they're within 10 feet of me. And. The other one. And everyone has resistance against spells within 10 feet of me. So, uh, advantage, against, uh, advantage against spells? No, resistance to damage from spells. Oh, okay. spells. Sweet. Nice. If we're within 10 feet of you. So you and, you and Duncan, basically. All right. And I, right before the gate opens, I cast Shillelagh on my new staff. All right. Any other preps? No, I think that's it. All right. We, uh, you see through the gate, the meeting begin. Um... I can't see through anything. Oh, oh, never mind. I have to be notified that we're going to go there. Uh We we would set up a notification. You you sit tensely, and um, the Modron's with you. Sure. So when his alarm goes off. Yeah. And after a little bit, his alarm goes off. Time to go. I open the portal. And you jump through. And you jump through into... um, Melodius and Tanar uh, are standing on opposite ends of the room and they each have some sort of arcane device that you're guessing is the dimensional anchor uh, planted in the ground. And they seem to be stuck to it. They can't seem to leave from it. Tanaris is sitting in the room alone um, uh, and he has lunged over the table and impaled his spear through the gold statue. The gold statue doesn't seem to care, and really all it means is that Sonaris doesn't have a spear at the moment, and the two of them are basically trading punches now. Hmm. The gold statue's a lot better at punching. <laughs> Sonaris, ironically, <laughs> is a lot better at taking them. <laughs> like, you see one punch that hits him in the face so hard his jaw is ripped off, 
and then it moves back and reattaches itself is to its face. Is there another individual in the room? There is. There is a, uh, a tall, imposing figure wearing the iconic robes of the Sun Guard. I would like to open up with a disintegration spell at him. I would like you all to roll initiative. <laughs> Alright. Uh, 16. 23. 24. Oh man, regicide. He rolled again. A third number. time. Third time's the charm. <laughs> it always is. The rule of three is small. All right, so who rolled a 24? I did. Who rolled a 23? I did. Because I rolled a 20. 26. We have the same mission. 28. Ah, dang it. Have the alert. We rolled the same number. <laughs> By the way, what kind of objects are in this room? Um, there, There is an elaborate cabinet on, on both ends. There's a large mahogany table with very heavy seats at it. Okay. Did you roll? <clears throat> um, and aside from I that, there's a whole bunch of the military, like, military Three figures of us on the table. A 19 gotcha. On <laughs> How much would I guesstimate this table weighs? Do I get to move first? Uh, no. I rolled a 24, though. This is a I rolled a 28. <laughs> wow! Okay. Uh, William, what'd you get? 16. Zachary? This many. You got two? Are you here yet? And I have an issue in the body fire of zero, too, so, uh... <laughs> okay, I so trip on my way through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> so the Sun Guard rolled lower than you and is still going before you. Because he actually has an initiative. He rolled a yes. natural one on his initiative. Natural one on his initiative. He's a little surprised. He should be. He's not quite all there yet. All right. So, um, <sighs> how far away am I? Please do all his legendary resistances before I start. Casting and you're stuff. all sorts of ready to kick some face in. Uh, I mean, it's not a massive room. He's only about fifty feet away. Resistance. He still takes damage. A ton of damage. Charge. Dash to us. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you've got those boots on. Okay, you can. Uh, I, yeah, I, I need some D6s, please. You can charge. Can back? You're not going to get any of these. These are farther than 30 feet away. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But people attacked with missile attacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, Actually. you get a plus five to your damage from charging. Right. <coughs> all three attacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can burn through all of his legendary resistances before Ooh, I do things. They make my life so much easier. Well, I'm only going to burn through one of them. So, okay, uh, 13, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to burn through some. I'll save my big spells for later. Okay, so two, uh, two more attacks. Another three. I rolled two threes in a row. That was... I mean, that's a thing you can Actually, do. I should probably say it was a well, This time I rolled 20. I have... Well, stuff no. This is the guy. Well, crap whatever you want. Yeah, I have other spells. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get 22. 22 hits. Yay. This is 5th this is edition, not 3-5. Good. Anyway. Yeah, we're not back in Warcraft yet. Are there any war, uh, 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 windows in this room? No. Uh, it's meant to be secure. Gotcha. Ten points of damage. All right. So at least we're starting. But very poorly. Damage is on the board. So, uh... Yeah, you do your charge. Okay. Your bonus action. Because your charge feet, your bonus action is your charge attack. Okay, so I'm going to do second win then. Oh, did you, add your, did you add your plus five damage for charging, though? No. So 15. 15, 15 damage. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and do the accessors now because i got nothing else to do. Yeah, may as well. May as well beat his face in. Three more attacks. Okay. Uh, that's about 26. 26 hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, 13 damage. Okay. Actually, I'm just going to... I know how to burn his stuff. Uh, 22 again. Okay. 
still. Oh, he's he's a person, so a whole person works. Okay. I have to swap out my spells as I like. I also only have whole monster still works. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. Another twenty-two. It still works. He was saying the whole person. That's a good number. What level is whole person? Yeah, second level. Sixteen this time. Nice. And you had long rest. You could you could have it prepared. You you could prepare your spells individually. It's not on my spell list. It's not on Paladin's spell list. Nope. Nineteen. It's an arcane spell. Nineteen hits. Apparently, I don't get it until at least after level three. Paladins, uh, nine more paladins. paladins don't. Yeah, unless it's part of your oath, you don't have it. Yeah, paladins all don't right. get all the fun stuff. They get yeah. smites. So, they get smites, which are very fun. Yeah, the, uh, that's oath of vengeance that gets whole person. You, you, you dealt sixty-three damage. Sixty-three damage to start. All right, Holly. Sweet. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Well, are you um, sure? Not back in Warcraft. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm that was in, that was in the course of four hits. <laughs> yeah, four hits out of six. Yeah, that was four. Not more. Not more crap because he didn't do one hit. That did I'm gonna start with my classic cloud of daggers. By the way, what's a fourth of seven hundred? Um, <laughs> if you got a corrupting lance. Okay. All right. Like two hundred twenty-five. Oh, John, yeah. I'm gonna need a D4. All right, we're only forty-four. Yeah, we we found we found that we found in a. No! <laughs> we found an enhancement that you should never have on any Crash character called uh, Corrupting. Yeah, it deals, it deals a fourth of the damage that you dealt uh, uh, for D6 rounds. On every hit that stacks. Yeah, on every hit that stacks. Okay. Yes. It doesn't matter because if it lived through the 700 damage. Yeah, but then you're taking 250 damage the next round. Okay. The next round, the next round <laughs> for like up to six rounds. And uh, congratulations for targeting deck saves. Clerics are notorious for their good deck saves. You know? 13. Okay. Oh, no legendary resistances. All right, sweet. I mean, Ed, he just didn't want to use it if he has any. Yeah, this is not the sort of thing that you use legendary and resistance on. Is there a spare book I could look at? What are you looking for? Fun daggers? Uh, no, no, I want to look at one Alright, Taylor, now you get to go. Yay, I get now to go. Now 24 initiative finally gets to act. Yes. Wow. Um, um, what are the rules on, like, like the back uh... Because it turns out he has the initiative He's already the by him, though. Interesting. <laughs> How big is the table? Like, heavy mahogany giant? It's, it's, ma- it's a giant mahogany war table. Oh, they managed to put it on together. Is it... They probably got a new one. Is giant bigger than huge or... Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, when I say giant, I mean like 20 feet long by 10 feet wide. So it's probably much does, in creature size, it's probably a large... It's probably a huge creature. Yeah. Well, are you trying to animate okay. objects in the table? I'm thinking of... Well, it would be a I'm trying to decide about casting telekinesis and trying to crush the guy with the table. Flip the table over on him? Yes. How much can you move? 1,000 pounds. No. We are the destroyers. Not that table. Uh, The chair, the emperor's chair at the end, though, is a, like, solid mahogany large-sized object. It's probably half a ton. You could crush him with the emperor's Swing chair. Swing the chair at him with telekinesis. I hey, look, cast it's the emperor's new chair. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm bought into this spell at this point, so I'm going to cast telekinesis. It's and I'm going to. So you ever Soul Calibur? Yeah. You ever Algol? Yeah. What, how, how his ultimate finisher is dropping a chair on someone and then sitting in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yes. So 
how, by the way, oh, wait, first, how close is he to the, the chair before I cast the spell? Actually, he's right next to it. Okay. That's where the emperor was sitting before. I cast uh, telekinesis, I lift the chair over him, and I bring it down to crush him. All right, uh, what do you have to roll as an attack? So. Uh, with your spellcasting staff? It doesn't really specify. It says that I can... Because uh, I was looking for, like, the hurl equivalent. I'm going pres- to presume that you're going to make a spell attack. Yeah. So your proficiency bonus plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay. I'm trying to hit him with a spell. Ew. 17. Unfortunately, <laughs> you just barely miss. Ah, rats. Okay. Uh, he's just able to dart out of the. Uh, However, telekinesis is per concentration. So without so one casting, I can keep doing this. Or I can even switch targets each round, and I can move him if I need to. Nice. So I have lots of options. In the chair. There's a reason this is a fifth level spell. No, what you need to do is you put him in the chair, and then you use the chair to smash him into the roof. Hmm. Reverse gravity is a great one. That's an it. Well, never mind. Uh, All right. John, what you doing? Uh, disintegrate. All right. Uh, you have to hit with that one, right? Because um, that's the one where you have to roll to hit and they get to make a saving throw, but it does a ton of damage. No. He must make a dexterity saving throw, period. Oh. DC 17. No. All right. He takes 10d6 10D plus 40 damage, and if the damage reduces his hit, his hit points to zero, he's disintegrated. All right. Uh, what kind of damage is it? Force. Force damage. Force damage. All right. The one that no one has resistance to. Well, there's some magic items, but... Yeah. Seven. Like the enemy machine. Nine. Ten. Enemy machine. Wooden D. Ten D6. Wow. Plus 40. Plus 40? Ten D6 plus 40. Mm-hmm. That's so a spell. Fifty damage. It's a six-level spell. Yeah, yeah. It's a centigrade, Taylor. It's a nice spell. The only reason I'm hesitant about taking Mordecai's for my seventh level spell is my other option is Finger of Death. Four fours. Thirty. Forty. Eighty damage. Uh, All right. As the spell comes in, uh, he flings a hand up, and the spell hits and is absorbed, and one of the rings on his fingers uh, disintegrates. That's fine. That's his legendary uh, <laughs> And roll me a uh, perception check. How many more rings does he have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the key question. Uh, 13 plus 3. 76 rings. 16. He has two more of the uh, uh, two more rings that look like that one. He's wearing a lot of rings, but he's got two more that look like that one, didn't he? Yep. So. I'll just call back to Faust. Target him. He has rings that absorb spells. Good to know. All right, William. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of like high damaging deck save spells, but uh, hold monster. <laughs> DC eighteen, wisdom save. That's a wisdom save. It's a wisdom save. So he's got better chance. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you try to touch his mind and. Uh, Roll me a charisma saving throw. That's something I'm good at. We're, we're warlocks, sir. Uh, 28. Charisma. I need to look at what I All right. Uh, you take half the amount of damage you would. You take five points of psychic damage as okay. a spell that tries to touch his mind touches the mind of one who is so corrupted by insanity uh, it leaks into yours. 
I have seen far more esoteric minds. It is his turn. Hey, Father. I bet you're really good at rolling wisdom saving throws. Counterspell. Oh, no. Actually, charisma saving throws would be even better. Counterspell. If I see him casting a spell. All right. Um, I think your I think your counterspells are nonsense. So I gave him an item that lets that is going to give him a roll against yours. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to use a fifth level counterspell. Okay. So anything fifth level or lower that he's casting is automatically counterspelled. No roll. That's fine. All right. Uh, Twenty. Nope. Uh, Doesn't counter. Doesn't counter. Lowering. No. Ah. Uh, his staff glows. I also counter He managed to force. <laughs> we'll make opposed rolls. <laughs> oh, counter spell is a really good spell to have. Bart can get it too. Uh, that um, that makes it a twenty-five. Well, fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> I rolled a ten. I think you rolled a six. So, so his staff. spell is countered. I'm gonna have to ban counter spell. <laughs> <laughs> this is the purpose of counter spell. This is exactly what. Okay. But we don't have a reaction anymore, so we only get one. So yeah, staff. but when you're fighting one big dude, that's, that's the true. point of it. Yeah. So the staff starts glowing, and then it just kind of fizzles out, fizzles out, and makes a TV <laughs> white noise. As we, as we both reach out and just. Boom. All right. Um. And that just makes a failure trombone. Can you stay in frame here? Yes. Counterspell well. is a pain in the ass. I had a, I had a power word kill counterspelled uh, when I was like they were they were level seventeen in Grand Terra, and they were fighting a level eighteen uh, sorcerer mm-hmm. that that was that was like double casting, and so it was like power word kill counterspell power word kill. Counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, my favorite way to do, deal with single bosses is to give them multiple actions, but yep. they're very specific actions. So, legendary actions. Multi attack and legendary actions. He is going to swing at you with a rod. What's your AC? 19. What rod ever do to you? Ooh! That's critical hit. A rod. He reached his left side story. Roll me a d6. Six. Well, we're already reaching into other dimensions here, so. Five. <laughs> All right, so five is a torso hit. He rolled fairly low in the percentile, but he got max damage. And so that's a bad weapon to get max damage on. Hmm. I'm going to change that to double damage, because that would be much less terrible for you. I can pick him back up in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be ten minutes. Yeah... You take... I can try to get up there and heal you, eventually. Spent by. Uh, you take 38 points of damage. No. It was doubled. You take... 72. No. 26. It was... I did oh, the wrong you math. You did the wrong <laughs> Yeah. You take 62 points of damage. Okay. Ow. Still up. Ow. This guy's not lightweight. Yeah. Uh, as the rod uh, jabs you, it's uh, by the way, it's um, negative energy damage. Uh, you feel just your literal life force being absorbed by it. Necrotic damage. Yeah. Yep. So I'm resistant to that. Zachary, hey, you want some more life force? <laughs> I got it on sale. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, turns out I have 55 hit points in my lay on hands, so, um... Just give it all to him. <laughs> you run over and you lay a hand on him. Be healed. Okay. Also, now you're in all of my auras. 
Be healed. And I can impose disadvantages the next time he does that because he's rude. <laughs> you are rude, sir. Rude. Okay. Sir. Rude. rude and unacceptable. Right. And back to you. Kick him in the face. So that was 55 points. Are you going to back return to the favor with your rod? I'm going to. A yeah. is not a rod. It's a stick with spikes in it. <laughs> I mean, potato, potato. A rod is half the length and made of... I'm not going to hit this time. 14 doesn't hit, does no, it? No, it does not. A rod is a 17 didn't. Without a bomb. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Damn, I rolled a three. By the way, uh, sorry, this may be kind of in passing. When he was using those things, did I notice any of them uh, seeming to be extra planar in any way? No. Okay. What are you doing? We don't know what two of them were because they fizzled in the can. I rolled a five. Oh, one of them was. Yeah, no, you uh, you flub all. You can still so kick him. I'm going to kick him. Oh, uh, I'm going to do a, a cold shot. Kick him in the knee. All right. Uh, do a triple attack. Sure. Roll me an attack. Use okay. a maneuver. Now's a chance for something. That's a maneuver, I think. Uh, nine, 19. Hey, that hits. Okay. He's like so the knee. And you also get to add your, you get to add your maneuver die to damage as well. And he gets to make a strength save or be tripped over. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. I want him to go prone so I can jump on his head. Uh, six What's damage. the strength save against? Uh, his DC will be 8 plus his proficiency plus his strength mod. Uh, and your, and your maneuver dice, I think, would be 8, so you'd have that for damage, too. Um, I think what, what is it? Eight, 8 plus your proficiency you like, plus wait, your strength are, are mod. Are you a battle master what? or a champion? He's a champion. champion. Oh, doesn't have it then. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, he just, just, okay, so just right okay, shot. Okay, so, uh, 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 no, he get, he automatically gets a D6 per nine yeah. for taking the feat he got. Because he oh, took he the feat. <laughs> then yes, it's the same thing. It's okay, the same yeah. Same. Then, then yeah, you add a D6 to it. So how much damage you do? Add uh, a D6 to the damage. You did add a D6 to the damage? Yeah, because oh, you're using yeah. the maneuver for tripping him, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Plus D6 for a hit next to you. No, no, no. It's oh. because you're using the maneuver. And you get, yeah. the D, you get a D4 because you're next to him. Yep. Yeah. D4 radiant damage. Oh, D4. Okay, so I get... Uh, you get a D4 and a D4 and a D6 and your strength. Yeah, so 2D4 and a D6 plus your strength. Which you rolled a 1, a 3, a 3, so that's 6, 7 plus your strength. Yeah. 12. Okay. So 12, your, strength yeah. is, your strength is 5, so that's your... Yeah. 12. DC would be 17. 17? Yeah, DC is 17. Alright, uh, in that case he did make 12 it. 12 damage. He did Okay. So... Roll good on strength. So he goes down? Uh, no, he barely resists going down, but uh, you do hear a cracking noise that indicates it did hurt him. <laughs> you hear the cracking of bone. <laughs> Alright, Holly, uh, roll me another 4d4 because he didn't mm-hmm. move under your plot of daggers. Oh, nice. He was kind of being held in place by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What? Aww. Almost all four. Can you tell no, if he's up and then back down? Like, Aww. Dang it. Ten. Okay. That was two fours and two ones. I know. Yeah, I two threes and five. Can you can you um, use telekinesis to drag him back and forth through the cloud of daggers? Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 what else? Exiting it. I want to bestow yeah. curse. Ooh. <laughs> Is that a wisdom or charisma saving throw? It's a wisdom saving. Um, is bestow curse a concentration spell? This is a spicy no. idea. Because the, the curse is not No, because the curse lasts forever unless it's spell. Well, it lasts for a different duration based on what level spell slot you're using. But yeah. I believe, um, it does, I believe it is not concentration. 
Unfortunately, your curse is not successful. He. Oh he, no! It, he is, it is concentration up to a minute, but uh, what, it, either way, it fails. Doesn't fail. It doesn't work. Um, Taylor. I love this idea that Zachary just proposed. I proposed. Uh, I I, uh, use telekinesis, which means that I use my spellcasting check contested by his strength check to try to move him up to 30 feet and around. Make your spellcasting check. Just throw him into the daggers. (laughs) Just just, 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 lawnmower him through the daggers. (laughs) He is also held by this uh, mode. He would also be uh, held by this. What do I do? Oh, I, I... don't roll that. If I do, I get to roll again. <laughs> uh, a four. Ew. Plus spellcasting, Spetrix's nine. Nine. So actually, that makes it uh, plus your proficiency. So that'd be 13. Oh, 13. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. And you can move him 30 feet, you said? Yes. So in, out, in, out, in, out. Yeah. So trigger your wall of daggers three times, and um, are you going in out sideways or in out up and down into the the, uh, the stone floor? Let's do it. <laughs> Bounce him in out up and down. All right. So roll me a d6 for each time you slam into the ground. It's not falling very far, but so that's up, up, down, up, up down, up down three times. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's jackhammering him into the floor. Yeah. Just roll 3d4. And he really can't make a deck saving throw because he's restrained. Nine. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Try to find them in here. Chomp slam. Here, have a d4. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, it's worth noting that her cloud of daggers takes the appearance of like a series of invisible like animal bites. Gotcha. So seven, eight, and ten on the first one. Oh, that's the best combo. That's the best television. Nine. All right. Ten, nine, nineteen. I'm rolling it three times. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. No, it's four. Eleven. Eleven. So, sorry. He's not having a good day. This is not in his top five, no. Top five. John. Uh, All right. Um, I dare say we might just make this in his bottom five. I'm going to give him a fifth level guiding bolt. Alright. Which is an attack ball. Um, is he restrained uh, until your next move or until he escapes? Or Let's see. While I think he's okay. Until he uh, if, you, if you win the contest, you move the creature up to 30 feet in any direction, including upward but not beyond the range of the spell. Um, not an issue here. Uh, until the end of your next turn, the creature is restrained in your telekinetic grip. Cool. So I have advantage on him. Yes. So, what we're saying is he's having a bad day. <laughs> so, a 28 is the first roll. Let's see if the second roll is a 20. Let's see, yeah, let's see if you crit. It's not. So, a 28 hits, I think. All right. Um, and it's 46 plus 2, 3, 4, 5. So, 8d6 radiant damage. That happens. Uh, also, the next attack against him has advantage, it, it, which it already does because he's restrained. Yeah. But so eight d six. Four. Also, he's glowing with radiant light. Oh, I mean, he already was. He's just glowing. He's glowing with my radiant light. He's glowing with proper radiant light. <laughs> Painful radiant light. Um, and I'm going to spend a sorcery point to re-roll. Um, 
I'm going to use Empowered Spell to uh, spend a sorcery point to re-roll. Is it just ones or anything? Probably just one. Yep, any number of damage dies up to my Prism on Fire. So I'm going to, I get to re-roll five of these. One, two, three, four. That's better. I can reroll this one because I, I need that. I, I get up to five. So, um, 12, 22, 30, 39 radiant damage. All right. <coughs> And William. Just because I can, and because I've got this spell and I want to use it, uh, I just <clears throat> step up to him where he's being held in place in the middle of a cloud of daggers. He, he's not being held in place, but yeah. he's, he's bouncing up and down. <laughs> he is a yo-yo in a... He is a yo-yo just like of pain. Spin the Shalanic Water Staff in my hand pain for a second. Yo-yo. And now. <laughs> you get advantage. Yep. Double advantage. Like a batting cage. Did, Did you get natural twenty? Yes. All right, roll yeah. me a d six. Oh no! <laughs> this guy's having a really bad day. This is the same thing that happened to the other guy. Six. Yeah. I think all three times we just wrecked the. Sub- the first time you didn't even fight him because you collapsed the tower he was in <laughs> and crushed him. Six. What we're saying is, don't be this guy's bodyguard. All right. Uh, roll me a. Uh, roll me. Make me a strength roll. It's not good, it's just a die. But, Holly, if you want to look again. Yes, that's a natural 20. Alright, you get max damage and you headshot him, and so he has disadvantage on his next uh, action. Uh, Well, so that's uh, the natural 8 plus my charisma, so natural 13 damage plus your 1d4 radius. So, 17 damage to his face. Okay. <laughs> Assuming that's not doubled. No, uh, just maxed. Okay. But it did also uh, mess up his coordination. You just hit him in the face really hard, like right in one of the wounds too. So he is going to go ahead and use Me? it up on. Yeah, he is still restrained. Currently, he's still restrained. <clears throat> So, uh, he's going to cast a spell. Counter spell. What I figured. <laughs> I tell what it is before he casts it. Uh, roll me Arcana. Uh, 16 plus my Arcana is going to be plus 7, so 23. It's a variation on Crown of Madness. Okay. I shouldn't let that happen, but he's probably got it. You just need to create villains uh, so with spells. So fourth level uh, counter spell. <laughs> yes. Okay. It, it's a much higher level variation of Crown of Madness. It 20. does a lot more than that. 20. 20. Okay, <coughs> and he'll roll against you. Does he have disadvantage because he got cracked in the face? Disadvantage because he got cracked in the face. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> both of them were high enough that he got through your counter spell. Uh, also counter spell. <laughs> <laughs> Still has disadvantage. That one's uh, great. 26. <laughs> I rolled a 10, by the way. I keep rolling a 10 on my counter spells. He would have beat your 26. 
But somebody's rolling with disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> that's my last. That's my last of my three regular spells. I still have flesh to stone. Um, I've still got four more counter spells. Now, being restrained just means he can't move from the spot he's at. He still can make attacks. Yeah. He, Wait, is he attacking with disadvantage because of the headshot? Yes. Yes. And because he's restrained. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, the restraint doesn't no. give you a disadvantage on attacks. Just being attacked. But the Solana still makes him dizzy. Okay. And uh, what's your AC, Father? 19. Someone has disadvantage, so he misses. You don't get AC, Father. Go ahead, Zachary. Go ahead, Zachary. Yeah, attack rolls against a creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah, Yeah, double disadvantage. Double disadvantage. Which just. Speed becomes zero. Can't meditate. Does this speed. guy qualify as being something like a smite? Also has, like also has um, he actually can make just dexterity saving throws, oh, just a disadvantage on him. Yeah. Come I'm going to say he can't make a dexterity throw, though, against something he's being literally dragged through. That's fair. <laughs> um, yes, you can smite him. Cool. You can also... So the fun thing about um, a Paladin's Divine Smite, you can activate it on be on hitting something. So you can use one of your bonus action smite, sm- smite spells and then hit him and then expend one of your Divine Smite spell slots to add even more damage. Yep. Yeah. I forget how exactly all this works. I haven't smited anything in a yeah, long Divine time. Smite does not take an action. It's just an at-will thing you can do. When you Ooh. hit something. And it's when you hit, so not, when, yep. not before you attack. Yep, it's when you hit, so you don't expend it if you miss. Cool. So I have advantage. S- so I go to attack this guy. Okay, oh, so I have advantage. Nice. So roll me two dice. That was an eight, and that was a fifteen. So that's much better. Uh, fifteen plus. No, that didn't go up. Eight. Okay. Twenty-three. And so, are, are, you, are you double smiting here? Huh? You're double smiting. I, I I'm smiting the smite out of the smite. Don't even worry about rolling. He's gonna burn a ring. Actually, you've also got improved Divine Smite. Yeah, I do. So no matter what, you do an extra D8 as well. Yeah, he, literally. Uh, you notice that uh, the, uh, you hit him and one of the rings disintegrates instead of him taking damage. You, you, you triple Tough. smite when you smite, though. So. Are all those rings on the same hand? No. Oh. Actually, he's only got one left. It's on his left hand. Two rings gone. Okay. He's got one more. Your turn, Father. Pull the ring off. <sighs> okay. Oh, does he uh, take the damage from the weapon, though? No. Oh, the ring. The ring absorbs the, the blow. The ring absorbs a single source of damage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't matter because I just rolled two ones anyway. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, just going after an attack. Yep. Yeah, Paladins uh, have a good. Uh, they're not a burst. Okay, so, nineteen. Hits. Shot. Yeah, because you can have a smite spell that you just um, cast and then spend your spell. And while he's doing that, Holly, what are you doing? I want to attempt to bestow curse. All uh, right. That will dispel your cloud daggers. If you, if you succeed. If, if you, I succeed. Yeah. Uh, what's the DC? Uh, uh, eight what? plus your Witcher Charisma. So eight plus seven, which will be fifteen. Uh, 15. No, he resists. <coughs> Taylor, what are you doing? Uh, Can I roll cloud of daggers then? Yeah, roll roll your forty-four. Are you doing anything again? Well, it worked worked really well, but I have another idea. 14. Alright. Oh, and deck save for Postero. No, he can't because he's. Well, no, he can't. He'll make it with disadvantage this time. Oh, I think he rolled lower than a 2. 38 points of damage. Thank you. 3 out of 4. Did you add your 1d4 radiant damage to each attack? No. Add 3d4 radiant damage. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, what? 
Three, four, yeah, four, four, three times. Sorry, two. Okay. Four, okay. Four, three, four, so, I'm so tempted with two options here. I love yo-yos. four two. But telekinesis also lets me take items worn or held by opposing creatures and try to yank from from them. You're gonna get that ring off. I'm so tempted. But I'm thinking that damage may be better. Yo, uh, the amount of damage you can absorb with a ring, though, because he absorbed 80 damage with one of those rings. Yeah. I know, but I don't care. I'm going to yo-yo him again. All right. So uh, we, we, he has to make an opposed strength chain. You have waste and disintegrate to get rid of the ring. Because <laughs> it wasn't a waste. Ew. Uh, my, I, uh, it's just an opposed spellcasting check. I don't get to add proficiency, right? No, it's just your spellcasting check. Nine. Uh, you you, you, if, it's a spell, if it's an opposed spellcasting check, you add your spellcasting ability and the modifier. I and think it says, hold on, let me read the description. It might be, it might be your spellcasting ability check rather than Some spellcasting Some of specify, yeah. Yeah, hold on. And, and unless it specifies otherwise. Typically, if it says... If, if, you, if you add your proficiency, yeah. you make it. Otherwise... If it says spell attack... So, uh, yeah, Telekinesis says, make an ability check with your spell casting ability contested by the creature's yeah, yeah, strength check. Yeah, then it checks your crit. So you, you got, what, a nine, you said? Nine, yeah. Uh, versus his strength? Yeah. Guess what he rolled? I don't know. A one? An eight. Mo- a modified eight. <laughs> yo yo time. Roll me. You get your three d six. You get your twelve d four. So he manages to grab a hold onto the floor for just a fleeting moment. And roll that four times. Uh, only seven on the the, the smashing the floor. You can roll that four times instead of four times. Spaceship uh, exploding scene where the guy's holding on desperately and then just gets yanked away regardless. <laughs> All right, uh, John. What do you do to the poor yo yo? Um, <laughs> five, seven, eleven. Two more times. Um, I've used all my fifth level. I've used all my sixth level. I'll give him a fourth 15, level guiding bolt. Thank you for being my crafty writer, by the way. All right. Uh, I have advantage. Uh, 20, 21, 24, 25. Which right. I'm assuming hits. Yeah, 24 hits. 25. Okay. So you got my seven damage and her 25 damage. Mm-hmm. We're chipping at him. And I'm giving him disadvantage. It's a little more than chipping. Yeah. He's uh, almost done. Okay. I spend the spell close. point to re-roll. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it's a little bit, a lot of bit more than chipping. It's like a whole can of Pringles. I'm using my ability to re-roll three of these dice. That's good. Um, Twelve... 22, 32, 36 radiant damage. Okay. Um, he'll burn the ring on that. All right. Last ring gone. And almost out of four total spells. All right. And. Um, yes, William. I if, if I'm gonna ever use it, I'm gonna use it now. Flesh to stone. What kind of save is that? It's either a con save or a wisdom save. One second. I think it's a con save, actually. <laughs> uh, he made it. It did not matter. He made it. Oh. Natural 20. Yeah, no, what's the 20? The 19. <laughs> On the die. Natural 19. It is a constitution save. Okay. Worse, but he still made it. Yeah. Handily. Uh, his turn. 
He's going to try to cast a spell. I'm out of counter spells. Counter spell. So. <laughs> fourth level. Last fourth level. Spell. Yes. I don't think I don't think you can stop it. <clears throat> Probably not. But I can I can roll a natural twenty potentially. You rolling? Let's find out. Roll it. Nope. That's a nineteen. No. <laughs> I finally rolled not a ten. It was a nine. All right. Uh, I need everybody to make deck saves. And you get a plus two on that. Uh, so I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, Zach, can you confirm, please? Okay. Uh, <coughs> I got a seven. Natural twenty. 20. I have a twenty-three. Oh no, I did. I got a seven plus four. Uh, th- eleven. Natural twenty, which makes it a no. twenty-four. What? What'd you What'd you get? I got a twenty. You made it. Twenty-three. Made it. Natural twenty, which is twenty-four. <coughs> Twenty-one. Made it. Father. Oh. Next uh, twenty. Only one of you failed. Boom. Fine. Okay. If, if no, you, I'll re-roll it. it no, you didn't you. fail. It was oh, the half okay. <laughs> Despite my 18 decks. <clears throat> wow. I, I, I probably only made that because... Uh, also said to go by points. Oh. I had, I had something else on it. Hmm? Wait, what? Yeah. The 18, 16, 14, 12, 10, 18. Yeah. So I put my 18 into intelligence, yeah. added 2 to it later. I put my 16 into decks, which became 18, because mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. half oh. Yeah. Yep. I have 18 decks as well. All right. So what happens so to me? So everybody who... So you take 56 damage. Ow! What That's a powerful of, spell. It's fire. fire. Oh, wait a second. My environmental suit, remember? I'm, I have resistance. advantage... Against, or Do I have resistance or do I have advantage? Have resistance. Resistance. So, ha- so everyone takes half of 56. <coughs> so everybody takes 28 points of fire damage. This is a spell, right? Yes. The three of us take 14. Because they're all the spell damage. Because of his yes. aura. We take 14? Uh, if only I had resistance no. to fight. <laughs> that still hurts. Yeah. No, it yeah. still hurts. <laughs> but it doesn't hurt as much. So, how much? 26 was that? 28. 28. 28. Do I have to make a concentration check or anything to keep yes. my spell running? Yes. Uh, that the two of you have to make concentrate. Uh, have to make Constitution saving throws. The, the DC is ten. Constitution. Or half, the DC is ten or half the damage you took, whichever is higher. So yeah. Tw- so fourteen. DC, <coughs> DC fourteen. Constitution saving throw. Twelve. Cloud dagger goes away. Ten. So both your spells end. Telekinesis as, uh, ends. As a storm of fire rains out from him. Mm, he now. is still glowing with radiant energy, so the next attack against him still has advantage. All right. Okay. And uh, with that spell ended, I hit him with a he's going to lash out with his rod <coughs> at... And now he doesn't have the disadvantage because I'm not holding him telekinetically. Yeah. Correct. So um, the Warlock countered spells, but Duncan's also beating on it. Right. I think it's Duncan. He still has disadvantage, though, because I'm here. Yes. I impose disadvantage <laughs> with my shield. Well, you prevent his natural 20. But his rod does poke you. Whatever. You take. I got you. Do you? I do. Do you really? I do. You're a warlock in melee. Yeah, I got. And you're not a hexblade. I am, however. You take 35 points of damage, father. (laughs) And uh, I think that was probably the last thing he'll get to do. Zachary. I, I am about to smite this dude. You smite the ponies out of this man. I, yes. 
I found out. You have when, advantage in the stack roll. I found out. I do. When, yeah. I nice, because that avoids yeah. the two that I just rolled. <laughs> I found out when. Uh, and it substitutes the three I just rolled. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. maybe it's not the last thing he ever does. <laughs> Congratulations. He I lives. Found, I found no, out when uh, Strength from the Grave isn't all that effective. All right, Father. I think you'll get to finish him. Well, you take seventy-five points of damage from disintegrate. I don't have disintegrage anymore. Yeah, because if you're using zero, you're disintegrated. You don't get to save. Well, uh, you still get, you're you still get to flanking save with Mister Warlock. Because it before you hit zero. Yes. Oh, okay. Keep advantage. The strength so bear happens before you hit zero, so you still get to save. But the DC is eighty-five. Yeah. I like your cloud dagger spell. <laughs> so you have to hit it's him after the twenty to succeed. Well, if I do it, then I can. Five percent is still up. Cool. I wonder what's down. That's also the change oh, trigger. Right? Wait, no, you I have to technically to... roll cause you have minute. Like I can though, fail that. Huh? I can't do that. That's, 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 that's also the XG trick. That's my new one. That's also the XG trick. He keeps me. Constraint from the grave from the other. It's a Kana, which is a 10. Figured I'd try it. Right now, you're just one damage up. That's much better. It is. Except for when you get hit with this. 26. Uh, yeah, you hit. Because at minimum, it's DC 55. And don't forget your advantage, so you might well, get a crit. Can, at minimum, it's DC advantage. Your advantage, because you're flanking with the yeah, I, I just will both of them. If you see the same, you'll do DC 30. Yes. Uh, 16 to start. Did you add your D4? No, of course not. Okay. Let's go to, uh, 17. All right. Okay. okay. Shadow and Sorcerer in our in the, in the side, side, story. side story. You got just a great is to hit. By uh, but you get hit? Uh, uh, 23. 23. Yeah, that hits. Mm. Uh, it's like 14 points of damage. Did you add your. Okay. Level 7. Hit your yeah. 23. Well, you don't have that many hit points yet. No! 23. I have 27 hit points. 23 hits? It killed me with minimal damage. Like, flat out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could disintegrate. Disintegrate Darn. the body. I have two ones. With a uh, with a stick with pointy rocks in it, and you yes. prove that savagery savagery can beat sophistication <laughs> if you you know swing hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, swing the bad guy hard enough, then swing now, something. Now the, the, the bad question guy is, enough. he stops moving. Do you stop? No. Okay. No. Of course not. Why would he? Um, I've seen this. I've, I've seen this too many times. The sun guard goes down. You notice immediately that uh, the emperor, the golden statue, notices, tries to shift out and can't. Uh, tries to rush at you, and Sonaris grabs the thing and tackles it to the ground uh, in a way, manner that you're sure broke several of his own limbs, but he doesn't seem to care. And uh, pins him there, and after about five minutes of this statue thrashing on the ground, uh, it stops. Did the Sun Guard's staff or rod hit the ground? Yes. I wanted to check it out. Okay, well, while the statue's thrashing, yeah. uh, you walk over to the rod, 
Does this look like it hurt? I want to see what it does. Alright, so you, uh, do you pick it up? Yep. Um, Alright, you take. And <laughs> John dies again. I have resistance to necrotic damage. Yes. And since I'm still next to it, because you probably rushed fairly quickly. This is not spell damage. I just walk over. Uh, well, necrotic as an energy type say. resistance to Yeah, yeah well, I'm say. saying his thing. Oh, yours. If you have to make a save. I don't think so, I managed to take it from picking it up. You would take 30, but you instead take 15. Uh, necrotic damage from touching a thing. It, drop it reflexively. Ow! <laughs> I sort of... I'm going to... I uh, strongly suspect you'd have to be completely immune to necrotic damage to use this thing effectively. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go it. over and uh, identify it. Alright, you, you don't touch to do that, do you? No, you I, no, I don't think okay, I have to cool. Um, also... I'm I cure, I, start, I start curing myself and others. Healing folks. Yeah. yeah. Identify. Okay. Uh, this thing uh, is imbued to vampiric touch anyone it touches. Hmm. A fascinating device. Negative energy based. There's a spell called vampiric touch that I believe is similar to the operation of this device. Allow me to explain the details. Turn off Clippy. <laughs> I am well aware of the spell. It is in my repertoire. It does, though, seem that touching it will expose you to the spell. I'm not really sure how you would make use of such a thing. Likely by being immune to its effects. This ring might be helpful for later, though. I take the ring. Uh, he, used, he used up all three. Oh, did he use all three? Oh, that's right. Oh, okay, I, I missed. Yeah, he did. You're fully healed. Oh, sweet. Thank you. He does I have any damage. He, he does have a small array of magical items, though. Ooh. All right, no, sorry. I have taken some damage. Uh, I've taken 19 points of damage. Can I attempt to just use Arcana to look over them and see what they do? Um, it would be difficult for you to just use Arcana because you're not as familiar. Yeah, that's true. I only use the with disadvantage. Spells. Sure, with disadvantage you can do it. I've used up all my third level spells before that. Uh, Taylor, um, how injured are you, by the way? What? How injured are you, by the way? Uh, I got knocked down to 40 hit points from 68. So you take 28. 28. All right. Uh, so uh. My disadvantage, my lower of my two rolls was a 12, plus 5 plus 4 is 21. Pardon? I, made, I got a 21 with disadvantage. Okay. You're fully healed, Taylor. Sweet! You're fully healed. I'm out of spells. So, several of his items okay, you're prop, you're prop. Uh, oh, okay. seem to have very severe... So my spells, ...downsides to them. That would... That would be bad. He's got a circlet on that you're guessing is some sort of link between him and the the statue that is slowly dying on the ground. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you suspect that if you put it on, it would imbue you with the personality of it it would imbue you with the curse of megalomania. Gotcha. Um, how durable is that circlet? I've seen it before. Like what? How durable is that circlet? I've seen it before. Is it is it magic item durable? Like okay. It's magic item durable. Uh, it means it takes half damage from everything and has a lot of hit points. Yeah, and you could destroy it if you focused on it for a long, for a while. Uh, but like, you could, it, it's it's not like an artifact level thing. He probably has recreated it in the past, but it imbue uh, you, it would imbue it would increase 
all of your mental stats by four. Okay. However... You become the vessel of the Emperor. You don't become the vessel of the Emperor. It does slowly drive you insane and has extremely negative consequences uh, that are essentially as the DM wins it. So I just kind of... I I can't possibly see a value in this object continuing to exist. Yeah, I kind of take my quarterstaff with Shillelagh on it and just kind of grind it until it breaks. Alright. I assist with my dagger. The, the, the two we, of you begin stomp the crowd dismantling out. this circlet. <laughs> uh, aside from that, he is wearing robes that are... At, at first they seem like robes, but as you pick them up, they are massively heavy. So, uh, these robes act as plus one full plate. Okay. May I? Hi. Uh, there's a downside coming. Hang on. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, the downside to them acting as plus one full plate is that um, they Im- that they imbue you with a sense of uh, immortality. That's you okay. How so? <laughs> it's okay. You slowly go insane. insane. You don't slowly go insane. However, you lose any sense of self-preservation you had. You can't flee from combat. You can't, you can't yeah, back you can't down from a challenge. Combat. You feel like you can win every challenge you encounter. And I already do that. I yeah. proved it earlier. <laughs> I think these are Plus bad. Uh, and... You know, my armor class... They decrease your wisdom score by two. Your armor class would be 19. But... They decrease your wisdom score by two, except for the purposes of spellcasting. They do not affect yeah. your spellcasting with wisdom. Your, 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 your AC would be 19 with the full plate. Full plate does not add oh, your dexterity score. I, have, to it. I, don't have I mean, it doesn't. It full plate does not add your dexterity score to its arc to its so, AC. Well, I'd have tw- uh, but then I have you would have 19. I would have shield. Yeah, you could have a shield. So, so I'd have 20. My AC would only so go up by one. It's no, not worth it. No, it's not Wait, worth yeah. Hold on. No, it wouldn't. What's the base AC of full plate? 18. 18. 18. And it's plus one, so 19. Plus one is 19. Yeah, it wouldn't work. It's 18 with no dex mod added. Because you can't. My armor isn't equivalent to full. You have a shield. This is better. No, I have two shields. I have two shields. Plus four AC. We got plus two for each. Is that mean the might be the same? Is that's right, because they're 18. You have plus one eight armor. Oh, yeah, this really? Is, yeah, you have the magic shields and plus one armor. All of your magic items are defensive items. Oh. Yes. I didn't know I had both of armor. Your AC yeah. should be higher then. No. He doesn't have full plate, though. He's got banded metal. It's banded bronze metal. So, I don't think anybody really objects. Let's burn the robes, too. And then, um, I don't know if they'll burn. We can try. It'll take some work. With enough effort. We'll wait a day and disintegrate. And then the staff Fair. is a staff of uh, a bonfire. <laughs> a staff of your new toy you haven't used it yet. <laughs> well, we have the staff, don't we? A bonfire celebrating oh, the end of the emperor. His staff is a uh, staff of force. Anyone who you, if you cast a spell with it, uh, it will help you prevent the spell from ever from being countered or prevented. It will also allow you to cast spells in areas that are otherwise. Uh, magic is prevented in. However, the downside. What's the downside? Uh, is that this staff will slowly sap you, uh, will drain the magic from your body. Hold, having this staff 
in your merely on you at all will slowly drain your life and it will age you at an incredibly rapid pace. Yeah, I think these are all good candidates for kindling. What if you can't be magically aged? You're not sure what would happen. I mean, I'm fairly certain what I'm fairly certain that how this person is using these things by be, is by being immune to the effects of them. Well, well no, or not be, caring about the effects of them. It was a He's sun- already insane. He's going to be reincarnated, and they already said he run through these sun guards real quick. Yeah, no, you run. The sun guards aren't immune to the effects. Uh, well, he's immune. To, well, he's immune to necrotic damage, so he can use the rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the megalomania doesn't matter because he's already insane, and the sense of immortality doesn't matter because he's just going to be reborn. He I'm, is immortal. I'm not immune to the. I'm not immune to being aged yet, so it doesn't matter right now. So, so well, let's, uh, let's just destroy it. Fire. All right, you, you you destroy everything. Yep, and burn the body. Yep, yep, and melt the emperor. Whatever we can recover of the body. I mean, you kind of turned him into marmalade. Is, is the uh, the emperor? That's real gold. A real gold statue. Oh yeah, it's solid gold. You're gonna, he's got to be rich. Let's cut it up. Well, yeah, no, transport melt it, it down. Melt it down yeah. into a single big ingot rather well, than a statue. No, no, a bunch of little ingots. Uh, we can all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melt down to a bunch of little ingots. We've got to carry it somewhere. Don't keep it in statue form. <laughs> Either way, not keeping it. So, so we get some. We get some wooden. We we take the the pieces of the mahogany chair, and. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, make, yes. and make ingot forms Actually, and melt it chair, into them. The, the mahogany chair is worth quite a bit, too. Yeah. You can take it and sell it somewhere. But, yeah, but that, that belongs to, uh, that belongs to <laughs> yeah. Melodious. Yeah, we don't want to oh, do that. Anyway, <laughs> it's 10 o'clock, yeah. so <laughs> all of you, 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 you can go. melt down this dude into a thousand gold each. All right. Okay. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I was curious if any of you were going to go for the downside items. I, if I if I had been immune to magically aging, I would have tried the the, the staff, but I'm not yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, what happens with this guy? I redirect him to Grimgall. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, after the events of whatever happens next occur, uh, you're in your room at night and you uh, you hear a knocking on your door. Knock, knock, knocking on his door? Oh, yes, greetings, hello. Greetings. Uh, a man walks in. Hey, it's Elrin. Greetings. Hello, Elrin. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you again. I presume... You've done a lot of help here, and you've helped us figure out a lot of things, and I think I should help repay the favor. Well, uh, that's certainly kind of you. I need you to come with me. Mm-hmm. Off we go! Elrond smite the fuck out of you! <laughs> Mostly because you're still wearing his goddamn phone! Actually, that, I, don't, I don't communicate with that when I'm communicating with Grimgall. That's a different connection. It's true, it's true. It is. But, and uh, the two of you, and in the morning, he's gone. And we will. You never know. I wanted to. Oh, I really want we'll, to. We'll see your reaction next week. Oh, no, next or week. no, next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah, next, week, week, we have have next week we will have Adventurers League um, in the morning, but we will not have Fire in the evening um, because all of these people are going to be eating dinner somewhere. Uh, Austin and I will. Just those two of these people will be eating dinner somewhere. <laughs> including the DM. Including the DM. No. The rest of us will get together and like play something else. Or something. 
We might do something. We're just going to break in. Don't worry about it. I've got a key. Anyways, I actually, I actually, William has a key. Yeah, William actually has a key. I, I trust him a little more than I trust John. I don't. Don't worry, I have. Uh, if we, if we meet, if we meet anywhere, it'll probably be just to play and probably not to scream. Yeah, no, it will be a, there will be a, I do have a key. Though. Anyways, uh, we'll see you all later. Take care, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs>